Welcome to the Matrix Unveiled Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa. If you're ready to awaken your consciousness and take the red pill, keep listening. This is just a mood. I'm back in my account. Y'all bear with me while we go ahead and get started, get the room set up. Y'all know how we do. We're about to do a recap. You know what I'm saying? We're about to um, add some more information. And Monday, our correspondents will be back in the um, in the courtroom, bringing everything to us live. Um, so give me a second. Let me get um, get set up, guys. Um, definitely raise your hands. What's up, hands. ladies? Hey, Cassandra. Hey, Lisa. What's up, Lee? Welcome, everybody. Hands. Come to the stage and let's get this um, this whole conversation going. And we do have some new things, although we don't have anything from Friday about what happened in court. But we have some other stuff that we're going to share with you, some updates and things like that. Bree and Cassandra, if you can bring everybody up, guys, and ping, ping, ping up the room. Invite your friends. Let's get let everybody know that we're here. Okay. <laughs> Big shit from my bank account, mad shit. Hood, but I'm classy. Rich, but I'm ratchet. Hey, Lisa. Hey, Bree. Hey, Cassandra. Yeah. What's your thing? What's up, um, um, before we start in. the room, I just want you to do me a favor. As I was on my way home yesterday, I got hit by a car. And I just came out of surgery and I just would like for everybody to just give me a prayer tonight for recovery. And I appreciate you. I'm going to be in the room, but thank you. You bet, man. Go ahead and just like, just be you, man. Be well. Go home and get some rest. Thanks for being here. And We'll definitely be sending you love and we're just so happy that you're okay so thanks for showing up what did i miss what's going on guys got in a car accident he got um just getting out of the hospital so we're sending him some prayer and some love oh i'm so sorry to hear that hey yoli hey everyone yeah i'm really really sorry to hear that i couldn't hear because i was trying to ping people Usually when I start the room, everything is quiet on stage. So I figured I'd play a little bit of music, you know, while everybody was waiting for us to get started. So guys, welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, what we're going to be doing today, because we've been following the um, Gazelle, <laughs> Gazelle, Ghislaine Maxwell trial since we started the first room last Sunday. Um, and the reason why I started the room on Sunday ahead of the, the, um, the trial on Monday is because... I have some a document this which is not related to this particular trial, but it's a document that has it was a previous like court thing that was going on, and all these people were named on there was like thirty eight names on there, and Jay Z was under Beyonce, um, Harvey Weinstein, um, Kanye, Rock Nation, you know, uh, I think many other um, like corporations and things like that. So it was really really interesting. Ghislaine Maxwell's name was on there, but also, um, what's this, the, the young man, the gentleman that died last, last Sunday, what was it? Virgil, Virgil Oblo. He was, um, a, one of the people that worked for Louis Vuitton. And so, you know, I, I was like wondering if there was a connection between them and coming to find out his name was on that list with all those people. And he was also the one that designed a, um, a like a, a, a t-shirt or like a hoodie or whatever he made like a graphic design 
for what appears to be like um, something affiliated with Pizzagate, okay, that a lot of celebrities that we suspected to be involved in all of this thing was, was wearing. So this is how the room, this is how we started, right? So on that day, for those of you that were not here, um, Ghislaine Maxwell's friend of 30 years showed up in the room. Her name was Amanda. Uh, her name was Amanda Elias. You know, we had an opportunity to speak with her. She was, um, you know, she said that she'd been knowing her for 30 years and that, um, you know, she hopes that she gets a fair trial. She thinks that it's unfair that she's locked away and, you know, maybe the guards are mistreating her and things like that. So we had a conversation. Meantime, that I was having a conversation with her, asking her questions. She really wasn't that forthcoming. You know, she didn't really spill any tea or anything like that. She did admit, because I asked her, I was like, are you a socialite? And she said, well, other people will consider me to be a socialite. Now, all this time, as I'm, you know, actually just having a conversation with her, the people in the room <laughs> were looking up her Instagram. And that was a whole, like, you know, can of worms. It was like opening up Pandora's box. Um, I was appreciative of the fact that she was on the stage. She was willing to have a conversation with me. But at the same time, she wasn't really sharing anything. She was just sort of trying to defend her. She said she hated pedophilia, was such a bad thing, you know, um, X, Y, and Z. So I was like, okay, uh, when somebody messaged me in the back end and said, well, on Instagram and showed me a couple of her um, postings on Instagram. And I asked them, like one pit, one was a video of her shaking like a little kid in a um in a, in a in a cage shaking and shaking loose trying to get out or whatever and like a person standing but it was very very dark and then it was another one with her you know like she she was a demon so when i started to ask her about it she got really really defensive okay and you know she um she ended up started screaming at me she said i was disgusting for just asking her about her thing so i ended up having to move her to the audience she left the room and then things escalated from that point. Everybody started going through her her um, her Instagram pages. They found out that her she was con like um, connected in very very high places. That her name was in the black book. She had photographs with Marina Abramovich. She has a similar style of art. Which, if you are familiar with who Marina Abramovich is, you know the whole spirit cooking thing where they get together and they do this performance art where they pretend like they're eating bodies, they're doing rituals on the walls and lots of blood and human um, sacrifice and things like that are the themes of this art that she does. And so she's friends with her and then her husband and um, Yolanda, you can correct me if I'm saying this incorrectly, but I believe that her husband is a billionaire that either he has some affiliation with the royal family. I don't know to what capacity or what degree, but he has yeah. affiliation with the royal family. So all of this happened. I mean, it was very, very dynamic how all of this was coming out. So we spent, you know, we spent the rest of the day just um, connecting dots, researching all that happened live in the room. So, okay, for, fast forward to the for day one of the trial on Monday, you know, um, there was a number floating around on the internet. I went on to the New York, um, well, the, the Southern District of New York in Manhattan, their court's website to see if that indeed was true. It was there. But when, um, so I was set to stream the room on Monday, you know, through the, um, through the app. But when I tried to call into the number, it was, it was bad. Like it wasn't a good number. That number was there for 
like jury selection. So there was no number available. There was absolutely no way to actually get what was happening in the court outside of just waiting for like the news to report it. And you know, like the news can be slighted or, you know, bent or whatever. So um, there were people in the room that day that um, volunteered to be, you know, correspondents for the club, the matrix unveiled. And so we've been doing rooms all week. We've had people going into the court. We've had three different people that's been going to court, sitting down, taking notes and coming back. And in between, you know, we start the rooms at around noon and they've been going pretty much all day. Uh, we start at noon so that when they get a break, someone could come in and give us a report. But while we're waiting, we have uncovered a lot. We're uh, connecting dots, sharing lots of information. And that's where we've been. I did take a break yesterday <laughs> and, every, you know, people, so many people were hitting me up like, hey, where's the room at? So I was like, well, let me go ahead and complete the week and do, you know, um, a follow up and just to recap the room for um, the, the trial for the whole week. So, uh, yeah, that's where we're at right now. The stage is open. Does anybody have anything they'd like to add? I just wanted to tell people to ping, ping, ping. Ping the people and hit that um, plus button at the bottom. Make sure you're um, tapped in with that green house and following the club. Following Lisa, of course, because she opens these rooms all the time. Um, and yeah, definitely hit that link at the top as well to get connected to a lot of the research and information that she spends a lot of time on. That's all I wanted to say. And I'm passing them. Okay, so who is on stage that has been following um, us this week? That let's just um, get that out the way. For those of you that are on the stage, have you been in here with us, following this all week long? Because this is a continuation. I have been here every day. I've been losing over sleep over this, hey, but <laughs> hey, I have been here every day. This has been like like you said before, like the most important trial of the century, if not like ever. Um, it, it goes really deep. You know, we did definitely find a rabbit hole when Amanda came in the room. I'm very surprised that uh, she even showed up. Um, but that definitely led us to a whole other connection. Uh, you know, uh, so I appreciate this space. I appreciate all the information that has been shared so far. Um, it's, it's been, you know, you're, tr you're a true light worker and everyone in here is the light because the only way that you can be light is to be able to go into these depths of the shadow to be able to transmute that energy. So I'm just so grateful that you have created this space, that you have the, um, correspondence and, and yeah, I'm super grateful. Thank you. It, it gets really dark. It's really hard sometimes, but there's there's no other way to transmute it if like if you don't know about it you can't change it you know yeah yeah and you know what um also like um i watched this there's a video i posted it in the discord and i did post it in the Ghislaine maxwell section although um it's not directly related to it but there's this lady and it's about an hour-long video she's in the uk she's outside of windsor castle and the reason why I posted it there is because it's the, it's the um, corresponding theme of like the root of what we've been talking about, um, like how hellish and how devilish and how satanic, like the root, because right now this is just the surface, you know what I mean? Just even the trial, we're not going to ever 
truly get in the public. You know what I mean? We have to be our own super sleuths and get to the bottom of it to bring the awareness to the people. And, you know, guys, um, I think like on Thursday, I was saying to you guys, like how heavy, like all of this has been and, you know, how it does bother your spirit. And I was telling people like how to just, you know, go out, make sure you're taking care of yourself, make sure you're taking breaks, make sure you're meditating, get, <laughs> excuse me, get it. <laughs> I swallow my spit the wrong way. <laughs> anyway. So, um, you know, and I, I just, I, I it, it, you do your spirit, like you really have to do some, some inner work. And then I watched this lady, okay? And when I tell you her story riveted me so much, and you know what she said to me? Because, no, well, she didn't say it to me, but <laughs> what she said that really resonated with me and it gave me a different perspective. She said, if you think that this is hard to listen to, just imagine what it's like for the children to go through this. And that really made me rethink you know because it has been hard for me I, you know who wants to who wants to absorb this sort of content you know what i'm saying i i don't you know i would rather not have to report on the evils you know what i'm saying of this world and the darkness but this and the thing is it's the children and so she was outside of windsor castle she told her story and i could i could never play that in this room because they i'm pretty sure that this room would get shut down if uh, and reported um, because some of the things were extremely dark, but she goes into details about the satanic ritual abuse that she endured. And um, it was, you know, first of all, let me just read this, this disclaimer because I forgot to do that. And it's really important because you guys know my account was um, clipped. I'm not really sure why, but, you know, nevertheless, we kept going with the rooms and we're, we're here now. And this is actually my first room back under my account since the, I think, Tuesday. Um, okay, so the disclaimer is this conversation is for entertainment purposes only. Some of the content shared may be triggering and all theories shared are alleged. Okay, we're not saying any of this stuff is factual. This is for entertainment purposes only, and it does not reflect anybody's opinions that comes onto the stage, does not reflect the, the ideas and the thoughts of the club. We're just having a conversation. So I just wanted to make sure I get that out the way and put that out there just so that we can continue to maintain, you know, um, the integrity of this conversation and we're able to still keep moving and meeting in this space to, um, to talk about this because it's so important. And I don't want to talk super, super long. I want to let everybody else speak and let's like really get this going. But this lady's, um, her story was just so horrific. Like all the things that we talked about um, on different days, it all came together in this one video. We, we talked about um, the children. She said that, you know, she was a part of this like ritualistic abuse um, that her mother put her into. She was a part of it. Remember, um, I told you guys about, um, I think, M, you call you got you had a name for it. It's like the hunting game or something like that. The hey. most, yeah. huh? It's called the most dangerous game. The most dangerous game. So she talked about that, but she didn't name it that. She said how they had, they held them in dungeons. I mean, I cannot repeat some of the stuff that she said that happened to them. Um, I'm trying to see what I can say to, you know what I'm saying? That that's not going to be super triggering to people, but how this is a huge network. And she was like, there's, there are kids in that castle right now. She was outside of Windsor castle. And, um, and she was saying they're in there right now. 
she okay i'm gonna tell you about the hunting game so the hunting game is when they go out into the woods and they hunt them they hunt the little kids she said the older kids which were between six seven and eight years old she started in this when she was three six seven and eight years old and she said we're considered older so when they take us out to the hunting game we get these little um like wristbands like when you go into a club right so you get like a wristband but the, the i guess the wristbands were like color coded so you, you you don't get like um so like and the coding was for who could be killed and who could stay alive that was the code so they would you know sound the bugle and the games would begin she said she had a she was never allowed to be killed because of the fact that her mother was a part of it so she stayed alive and so she said that the hunting games was nothing compared to the rituals that they would have and these ceremonies that they would conduct where the um the children are being violated by up to 20 people in the course of an evening during a ceremony at least after the the hunting game that it would only be one person that you would have to you know be violated by and she said the worst part of the so the hunting game was like a walk a cake walk as long as you knew you weren't going to die but the, the it was girl I'm, oh my god and she was like and this is the last thing i'm gonna say about that you guys can go watch the video it's in the discord and she said that basically the hardest part was those little those littles the, the little three-year-olds and little four-year-olds and they were all out there with no clothes on naked running through the woods while they were being hunted you know what i mean and she said the hardest part was getting back to the finish line after the the second bugle sounded which meant the games were over and they would go back she would have to make her way back to the the starting point and but to wade through and see all the the dead bodies of these little children she was set six seven eight the three-year-olds you know so like, <laughs> This stuff is going on and this is so much deeper. So I'm going to pause right there. You guys, we're going to share some information. I want to hear from the people on the stage. You know, how are you guys um, feeling? Hey, so one quick thing I want to say, uh, and it really quick, um, that reminds me so much of the hunger games, um, when you were just describing that. So I kind of feel like there's a connection there. Um, I always felt the Hunger Games, there was something more to it that was speaking towards what's going on in society. But um, I'm going to look even further into that connection and see if I can find it. Oh, everything is connected, Brie. Everything is connected. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, the reality is, is they put these simulations out into and project them into the universe. And so we're right on with that, Brie, and Squid Games, all of that, right? And so going back to this whole infrastructure that Lisa was talking about, we always have to go back to, well, who is this connected to and how old has this been in existence? And um, I believe it was about four months ago, um, there were images that they were starting to go in and bust some of these hierarchies of families. And so, you know, when you trace it all the way back, you're going all the way back to the Rockefellers, right? So this has been going on for years. And so that's one point I wanted to make really obvious is that, you know, unfortunately, many have known about it, many of us have not known about it. But this is the time that we're in where the frequency of information is moving very, very quickly. Another piece I wanted to note on Lisa's rooms, um, everybody, if you guys want to get into this paradigm, this room is really a paradigm shift. And so those that enter, it may feel like you're just elevating yourself into a little bit of an airplane and going on a simulation in a good simulation. But 
to tap in, make sure that you tap on the matrix unveiled and go ahead and just grab that $5 per month. So you can just go and look up what you want when you have time. Um, I'm a nerd, so I like the anecdotal data and, and I think that's important. The other piece is that the uniqueness of this room through the last week is that the gift to have somebody, two people come in that walked out of that courtroom and come in and be able to report and the bravery of them to be able to identify the people and discuss it. To me, I'm very thankful. So I, I just want to extend that gratitude because that quantum entanglement is carrying over in today's room. And then the last piece I wanted to just add in is as the time goes ahead and we move into week two, really look and stay in the big frame, stay in the largest frame that you possibly can, right? So CNN announces Chris Como, you know, he gets booted. Well, I doubt that there's just a little bit of some sexual harassment going on. So start to connect the dots on the list of how many people were on the list that actually visited the lovely, lovely island. Things like Bill Clinton having an affair with the very woman that's on trial that we're talking about. And there's anecdotal data to that. It's all connected. Um, so if people start stepping down, people start getting fired, Jack Dorsey, I mean, just think of the elites and just think of this really beautiful scroll of list that once this is all gone through of how many indictments that will happen. And so you're not going to see this in the news. You're going to get this information in this room. So make sure you ping people in and just make sure you're responsible with the information shared. Um, cause this is just a whole different paradigm guys. So with that said, um, on to whoever wants to speak next is Cassandra. I wanted to add something. Um, I'm looking for it because I have so many tabs open related to this. Um, but uh, they, they spoke about um, Jeffrey Epstein's um, uh, property in New York uh, on Ninth Avenue. Um, it was actually a property given to him by uh, Lex Wexner. Les Wexner. I always say it wrong. But um, uh, I can't find the tab right now. But uh, I recall looking at it and it was saying how the property itself is like nine stories tall. It's this big grand building next to a bunch of, you know, regular four or five story buildings. So it looks, you know, like like out of a, a, a crazy film. And one of the things that they referred to this property as um, somebody had said that it, it uh, like a journalist or something had said that it reminded them of Xanadu, which if you look it up, it's X-A-N-A-D-U, and it's like this huge, creepy castle with um, a lot, uh, just a lot of weird, you know, there's a lot of art, there's a lot of, of, of just unnecessary room. Um, you know, imagine having nine floors in New York City, you know, most people are cramped into a very small space, so... Um, hey. Um, not to cut you off, but is that the place? Because I think that Jeffrey Epstein turned a school in Manhattan into his home. So it was like literally the biggest property, like the biggest home in New York. I actually, um, there, there, there's a video. Guys, you know, like those shows, um, like the, the Lifestyle of the Rich and Famous or that stuff, like or Yo! MTV um, Cribs or whatever. Um it was a show like that. It wasn't those shows, but it was a show like that. Um, there was a clip on there 
And that's where I saw it. I posted it in the Discord, but I can play it. Like, it, I guess it wouldn't make any sense for me to play it because it's really visual. You, you have to see. It talks about Bill Clinton. This was not like, this was before it was exposed about who Jeffrey Epstein really was. But before all of this, he was a freaking school teacher. But go ahead, Em, I think it's the same property that I saw that in Manhattan, New York. It was the biggest home in Manhattan. Yup, I saw that. Yeah. It was, they took, he was, it was a school that he purchased and turned into. So you, we guys have to ask ourselves, how does a school teacher become a huge hedge fund manager and, to, to, and, and a billionaire? How do you get to be from a school teacher to a billionaire and to have his... Well, go ahead, Em, I didn't mean to cut you. Hey, what's it's, going on? Hey, Dave. It's okay. Um, so yeah, I'm still looking up. I just, hold on. I just found it. Um, Herbert. Str so it's called the Herbert Strauss house. Uh, S T R A U S. Um, and it says, uh, it was completed in 1932. Um, basically, um, Les Wexner, Les, yeah, he, uh, it was originally the Birch Wathen School. It's a college preparatory K through 12 school. Um, and they occupied the house from 1962 until 1969 when it was purchased for 13.2 million by Les Wexner. Um, and then he ended up moving Jeffrey Epstein into the house in 1996. Um, and it says right here, it says Vicki Ward visited Epstein at the house for the talented Mr. Epstein in her profile of Vanity, Mare Ma sorry. <laughs> Vanity Fair magazine, Ward wrote that she felt that upon entering the house, you have stumbled into someone's private Xanadu. There is no mere rich person's home, but a high-walled, eclectic, imperious fantasy that seems to have no boundaries. Rows of individually framed eyeballs manufactured for injured English soldiers decorated the entrance along with a twice life-size sculpture of a naked African warrior. And then this is, this is what really creeped me out. I mean, not that the rest didn't, but <laughs> um, it says a room described as a leather room had leopard print chairs and walls decorated in Cordovan colored fabric. So I, I clicked on Cordovan cause it was a new, uh, a word to me and I was like please don't tell me and it looks like dark red it looks it looks like ox blood it looks like dark blood so you know I I don't know I don't know but it's called the leather room so like this room is covered in this blood colored uh leather fabric uh which was kind of creepy um but yeah anyways uh if you and then it says uh, a large office spanned the width of the house, decorated with a large Persian rug um, and a desk that used to belong to J.P. Morgan. And then on the desk, this is when the, the police department and the FBI agents raided the house in July 2019. It says a copy of Justine or the Misfortunes of Virtue, uh, which is a, 19, uh, a 1791 novel. Um, it, it's, it's a very interesting connection, but a copy of this book which tells the tale of the sexually abused 12-year-old protagonist of the novel was on the desk. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to add that little like piece to the conversation. And sorry if that's like too deep. Wow.
the eyeballs, the soldier eyeballs at the entrance of the hallway, that just blew me away. Uh, has anyone looked at his, uh, this is Dr. Hope, the mansion he had in New Mexico called Zorro? That was huge. It's like a freaking castle. Um, does anybody know the name of his plane? Was it Lolita or La Jolla Express? The Lolita Express. So I don't know. You guys remember that? What was the, that old movie um, about something about Lolita? So that's like a reference to like um, underage girls and stuff like that. I can't remember. Does anybody on the stage remember the name of that movie? Yeah. So the book is just called Lolita. And okay. the movie. Yeah. The, the story is about a guy who's obsessed with the like 12 year old girl. Uh, and it's very uh, well written and was scandalous when it came out because it's, you know, about something scandalous and inappropriate, but it sort of became a byword a lot of people use for a situation like Right. Does anybody, does anybody know if Dr. Deepak Chopra's name has come up in the trial? Uh, it hasn't, but, sorry, if anyone was going to speak, I have seen multiple pictures of Amanda with Deepak just saying, and also to your other point in his New Mexico property, I forget where I found it. Like I said, I have a lot of tabs open, but um, they said that his New Mexico property was supposed to be uh, some kind of place where he was trying to like impregnate over 200 women to like have a bunch of little Epstein's or whatever. Can you back channel me? I'm close with Dr. Chopra. Can you back channel me, please? You said yeah. close with Dr. Chopra? Um, yes, I am. And I got COVID last year when I found out he was he had taken 50 grand from from Epstein. And his publicist is dying right now. I don't know what the truth is. I think Chopra was involved in busting him. I really do. And uh, I think that part of the part of the bust had to do with Chopra. But he's gone black. I haven't heard from him from uh, since this whole, this whole thing started. He's gone black. Yeah, I'm not sure if he's like involved. I I, I would be inclined to to agree with with that uh, you know opinion. Um, but I do know that Amanda in her comments about uh, Deepak, she would say that like he helped save her and like she was going through a lot mentally and stuff. So um, she probably gave him some information. Maybe not, but. Wait, okay, hold on. So this is a new connection that I was not aware of. Um, Deepak Chopra. Wow, that is absolutely insane. So Deepak Chopra is connected to Jeffrey Epstein. And he is a spirit. I don't know. We don't know. And I know that maybe he took 50000 to his nonprofit. It's all very vague. I had a very extensive conversation about it with him. And it's still very, very vague. We do not know. I mean, but were you able, so you're a fr personal friends with Deepak Chopra. Were you able to ask him or have a conversation? I mean, to what, I mean, to, to whatever degree that you can share, because obviously, you know, I don't want. He won't respond to it. Okay. And, um, but you, you don't know what it's like to be close to the man. He's, it's, it's, we're, we're both doctors and we've known each other for a long time. And. Um, he he hasn't said yes or no. He's taken the fifth. See, and, 
But I, I just posted. <laughs> I just posted a picture um, in the Discord. I'll find my. Okay. I don't think he. I'm not sure. I don't want to um, accuse him of anything, and I d I don't know, but I know that he's gone black since the trail started. Mm -hmm. No, no, I haven't heard a word from him. Well, see, that's what we're doing in this room because, see, listen, we're not, this is the trial of the century because it's just the tip of the iceberg. It's the, you know, it's just the tip of the iceberg of everything that's going on. And, you know, we've played, um, you know, um, I, um, Isaac Capri, Cappy's, um, you know, one of his 14 minute videos. We played multiple videos. We've read different articles. Um, I've done some research, like just on the surface about her dad, you know, his connections to the Mossad, you know, um, you know, there's pictures of um, Epstein and um, Ghislaine being blessed by uh, Pope Francis back in 2014. I mean, there's so many layers to this that is never going to get talked about. And we've been trying to just put pieces together, you know, um, here for ourselves, not you know, and the, the purpose of this is so that the people that um, are coming into this room to view this content will understand that there is a whole different network of um, that, that is going on in our world, that a whole different part of our world that we don't even understand. And we need to be able to protect our mental, to protect ourselves, to protect our families and our children, because there is there are hundreds, hundreds of millions of um children that go missing every year, young adults, people, human trafficking, sex trafficking. And this is interwoven into the very, very system. And that's why this conversation is so important. And the reason why we have to continue to highlight, you know, what is going on with Ghislaine Maxwell, you know, we're not going to take anybody down. You know, we don't have, we're just regular everyday people, but the information is for regular everyday people so that they're able to understand the nature of this reality and that these things exist because we don't, we can't wrap our minds around this. We would never do the horrific things that these people are being accused of. And I have a lot more information to share with you guys today, but right now I'm going to go back on mute and um, allow you, you know, everyone on the stage to, you know, add their pieces in for now. For May I ask a quick question? Because when, at first, when I heard um, the doctor say that um, he went dark and then later when you mentioned that he went dark and you said before the trial, I, you, I understand that this is your friend. Were you in communication, let's say, a few months ago, or it has it been years? Oh yeah, no, it... no. I, I, I mean, I've been in communication with him every day for a year and a half. And um, I mean, last year when it came out that he took fifty grand, I flipped out. I served on the International Criminal Court for Sex Crimes Against Women and Children. I, I had my own experience in Australia with uh, someone who's involved with the Murdoch family. Um, oh, I have a connection for that, but I'll... Can, can, we, can we allow her to finish speaking, please? I'm sorry. But, um, I do think Deepak probably helped. I mean, the man, the man is a very... I, I don't think... I don't know yet. I don't know what's going on, and I don't want to uh, betray him. I don't know, and I think that... It's just been since since Thanksgiving has he gone black, and uh, so that's not very long. I'm in Hawaii right now, where I went to law school. I'm not I'm not surprised that I got that I'm here, kind of spiritually, kind of 
walking through this. Um, uh, as I said, I served on the International Criminal Court in the UN at the beginning of it for sex crimes against women and children. I've been very active about talking about this in um, my ex's daughter's married to Lachlan Murdoch, and he had been trafficking some women in the 90s. And in a only white collar, very executive kind of way and abusing them. And so I've been very interested in the subject for a while, but when I found out Deepak was involved at all, I completely melted down and uh, got the Dalai Lama involved and Sadhguru involved. And, you know, I've, I've kind of pulled back a little bit, but uh, as I said, I haven't heard I haven't seen him virtually uh, for over since the trial started. We do most of our communication through the meta the meta universe and have for one and a half years, and uh, he's completely not communicating. So, but I do believe he could have helped. That's the thing. I mean, I don't think he's a sexual pervert. And I do think he could have helped. And I could see how Epstein would have reached out for him. At first, I thought it was called the La Jolla Express. And I, I emailed him the other day and said, but it's not the La Jolla Express. It's the Lolita Express. But I do know that they, there was some connection there. I just don't know what the facts are. And God, when I found out about it, I called TMZ. I was so mad at him. But this was like a, a year and a half ago during an eclipse. The eclipse of July. Uh, July 2020 and uh, I just you know I know the man and he is you know I, and, and, and his assistant is dying right now and, um, and the money was what they were looking for more than the than the sex crimes right but I don't know what the connection is I don't know what's true I don't want to ruin his reputation I think it will probably come out in the trial. So if anybody knows anything, someone said she knew Amanda and is what Amanda's the the uh, Jane Doe on trial and no, she said not. that no, no, she was Amanda's. Amanda's a friend of uh, Ghislaine Maxwell, a thirty-year friend. Oh, so said, and, yeah. and Chopra helped her. Ooh. No, 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 okay, yeah. So you you mentioned a few things. And, and, and you stated that you called TM, and TMZ yeah, on, I did. on your friend. And so well, and I, wanted to find out, I just wanted to find out what's true. I'm an investigative reporter, and I wanted to find out if they had any information, and there's nothing. Well, because okay. there was a woman accusing him of sex trafficking him, her, about two years ago. There was a woman accusing him of that. And uh, for and I didn't know, I, I you know, when you're a celebrity, people can make accusations. I don't know what's true and what's not true. I don't know. And uh, I, I think we will find out. But so he was, he, so I think Maxwell's guilty as hell. I think she's guilty. And I think if he was helping her assistant, she's probably guilty too. So I just hope that we get some, I know that Maxwell reached out for the UN and the UN is totally against sex trafficking. There is, no way the United Nations is going to help. No way. And the truth is Chopra has, me and Chopra have uh, kind of been um, connected, but like he won't put me in a leadership role because I think because of this issue. So 
I, it's very interesting to hear what happens in the next couple of weeks. And does anybody know um, how many weeks they're thinking this trial is going to go on? And by the way, I just really want to my six. gratitude. Thank you for having this room, and thank you for letting me speak. I'm very grateful. Thank you very, very much. And just, yeah, how long do they expect the, the trial to go on? It's for six weeks, and I, and I still have wow. some more questions for you, love, because you brought light to something that I don't think we previously knew. You said that um, Dr. Chopra, you would never think he would do this, yet you also said a couple of years back he was accused of this very thing that you don't think that he did. Well, and it wasn't exactly like that. There was a woman who was his mistress for 15 years. And um, that being a mistress is very different than being sex trafficked as a young child. So, I mean, and she was leaving him after 15 years. So, you know, I, I think that he might have gotten divorced over what's going on. I'm not 100% sure what's going on. You know, being a mistress is different than sex trafficking a young girl. You understand, right? Like, there's a big difference. But the fact that he took $50,000 from Epstein, he did really clearly say he had done nothing wrong. I don't know if he knew exactly what Epstein was doing. You know, like, I don't think anybody really, like, you know, he got himself in the middle of all kinds of stuff over the years. And I don't think people understood how extreme his behavior was. I don't think that. Chopra was actually trafficking. Um, I don't think he was, like, actively trafficking. I don't think so. But, you know, having a mistress, there's no crime against having a mistress. There are a lot of people with mistresses on the planet. So she just was bitching and complaining that she had been his mistress for 15 years. And um, I don't know how it was true. What's not true, she was in Colombia and South America. And she sued him for, like, $50 million dollars. And then she just disappeared off the internet, and I never heard. And then at the last thing I heard from her is that she was saying, when's the money coming? So he had a mistress. Now, having a mistress, is that a crime, right? And the woman was no, in her it's 40s. not. And so yeah. I completely understand where you're coming from. And thank you so much for your share. And so I'm going to turn this back over to Lisa. Thank you so much for coming in and sharing um, all of these insights with us. We truly appreciate you. Hi, actually, I did have something, you know, getting back to the subject that we were on um, when we were talking about the human hunting, that's the name of um, it, and a, a most dangerous game, um, not the most dangerous game, but a most dangerous game, human hunting. I found out, um, I found a link that says that part of the reason why they do it is to reinforce the monarch programming of the children and that really made me think i said okay i've heard of monarch before and so i looked it's mind control right and you know how um amanda iliash came in here iliash um she came here and she said Ghislaine had split like she had different personalities um I'm starting to think she was alluding to the fact that Ghislaine might, might have been under mind control. And the reason why I say this is because when I looked up monarch 
mind control or monarch programming, I found something that said monarch mind control is a form of mind control which creates a mind control slave by utilizing the human brain's trauma response of dissociation to create a form of multiple personality disorder, wherein various triggers can cause the slave to the slave personality to surface and respond to commands given by the master or handler. So, um, I, maybe this is like rudimentary information for a lot of people, but it really put what Amanda was potentially saying in a different perspective for me that, um, not to say that, uh, Ghislaine is a victim, but Lisa had mentioned how her father took a certain liking to her as a young child. And she, she even got the inclination or, you know, a feeling that maybe she was, you know, um, for lack of better words, taken advantage of in an inappropriate manner as a child, potentially. And she was born into this lifestyle. So just intuitively piecing all these things together, there is a chance, and I'm not making an excuse at all for anything that has occurred, that Ghislaine was programmed as a child and abused as a child to be a slave. And she may indeed have, you know, multiple personality disorder and disassociation from the things she's done. And maybe that's happened throughout you know, a lot of these cases, maybe even with Britney Spears, you know what I mean? Um, it's just another thing to think about. I'd like to make a comment on that. Um, so the monarchy, uh, mind control is, is true. That is why a lot of these people come out and they have like butterflies as symbols. They put butterflies around them, um, because they can't talk about it. So they have to share their truth through symbols. So butterflies are, are a big uh, indicator of uh, mind control. Um, also, um, Dr. Dr. Uh, Dr. She oh, here, I think her name was. Yeah, um, the lady that was just here. Um, so I had a connection for her um, reference to R Rupert Murdoch. Um, so Amanda Eliash, who had came in the room uh, claiming to be a great friend of Maxwell and I, tend to believe her based on her uh, connections and stuff. Uh, her, her father um, had actually abandoned her. Uh, well, her mother, uh, so she was raised by her, um, her grandfather, her mother's uh, father, um, whose name is Sidney Gilead, which was a film director. Um, and his, his father was the editor of the London Evening Standard from 1928 to 1933. Um, but Amanda, uh, her father, her, his name was Anthony Cave Brown, and he used to work for Rupert Murdoch as well. So, um, yeah, I, I just wanted to make that connect. You know what else, guys? Um, since you mentioned the butterflies, um, we know people like, you know, Mariah Carey, you know, she loves butterflies. Oh, butterflies are cool to me, too. Anyways, but um, on Amanda Ilyash's profile, her Instagram, she had a lot of butterflies on there. I didn't capture those because I didn't really understand the relevance. But now that you bring that up, she might be under similar programming and maybe somehow, um, what's the word, empathizes with Ghislaine in some type of way. Just another I just want to add that, you know, these, it's always funny that these um, popular individuals like Deepak, you know, they always 
you could always find out d- down the line that these people play some type of role in these individuals' chaos. You know, we know that, well, I don't know if everybody knows, but like, even like Mother Teresa, you know, she, they, she was a, a trafficker. And people didn't, nobody would have seen that. People were blindsided with that. They were like, no, not Mother Teresa. Like, she, they called her a saint. And she was always with the children. And, and then when you start, when all this started um, surfacing, you'll be like, well, now it, it does kind of make sense. She was always with the children. You know, she was a saint. Nobody would have thought about this with Oprah. I mean, it comes to a point where when people, like, um, when it comes to deep, um, Deepak Chopra, like, when you don't do something, you don't do something. Like, you know when you're not involved in something, you know, like, I'll use an example in more, like, if a, if a man is told, hey, Dave, did you sleep with M? No, I did not. You know, if I stay quiet or if they ask M, yo, M, did you sleep with Dave? And she, and she, and she, then she's going to say no. She's not going to say, I just, I want to take the fifth on that because the fifth means you did it. it. It just means you did it. Like, why can't you just say no? No, I did not. You know, people say no to things that they don't do. You don't disappear. You don't start bugging. You're like, I absolutely did not fool around with M. I never even met him person. You know, very simple. If you start like, you know, that's none of your business. I don't really, I don't know why you're asking this type of question. I take the fifth. It just means that you don't want to get in trouble because you know you did. You know, people are going to talk about it. So to me, at that point, you're guilty. You're, you're, you're definitely guilty. It, to what extent of the spectrum you was playing around in. Okay, maybe we could figure out, do you deserve five years, ten years of life, or your head chopped off? It, it's going to be one or the other. And these people, it's funny, these people all involved. You know, it comes to a point, like Deepak, he's worth $150 million. You don't get to a point like that without you having a handler that now you have to do some type of fasting bargain in order to get somewhere. You know, because Jeffrey Epstein, he wasn't a billionaire. He was worth about $500 million. His handler was Lex Wexner. He was the billionaire, Lex Wexner. He was the one that had all the big houses and, and Jeffrey Epstein would stay there and he would take his jets and his helicopters. And, and he's the one that had mostly all the toys. And I think at some point, Jeffrey Epstein was stealing from him and doing some wild stuff you know, to get a lot of the money that the millions that he has. So, you know, these people are all in cahoots. You know, it comes to a point where you could probably somehow to some degree throw the Dalai Lama in some of these issues that are going on in the world that he plays a part. Because when these when you have so much control and so much popularity, somehow they're using you. And then to some degree on the spectrum of um of the frequency, we are all being mind controlled. Because just when you go into school itself from pre-K to college, you're being indoctrinated with a system that's mind sliding you so they could in, um, embed in you what they want you to know, not what you need to know. And it's up to the individual to be aware and say something seems wrong here and you start bestowing appropriate nourishment to your mental capacity and I'm complete. Cool. Hey, this is Brandon. That was awesome, Disco Dave. You are not playing around. That's really cool. I just wanted to mention that I've heard before that basically Epstein is compared to Bernie Madoff in a way, but he's not the leader of the pack. It, it is Wexner, and it is the mega group, and folks, basically, he is like an investment tool and a blackmail tool, and the one huge difference is with the influence that both Bernie Madoff and Epstein got is one state sponsored 
And it just doesn't appear that way because we're all just looking at now at this point, Ghislaine Maxwell, who frankly, you know, we just need people who are close to him to pull together this entire picture. And uh, I'll just leave it here basically. But I have to say, you guys have been pulling in the best information across all of my uh, resources. Everyone here is just totally on, on spot. And it's, it's interesting to run into people who are connected to this, like Deepak Chopra and Dr. Um, I'm forgetting her name now, but you know, that was an interesting little chat that you guys had. So. And real quick, when she said about the UN, the UN are total criminals. Yes, sir. The UN is doing the most. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't even believe she gave the UN any type of credit. Like, these guys are criminals. Yeah, they have um, sexual abuse scandals, the UN. So she may not know about that. And I don't blame her. Maybe this is all kind of new, you know. I don't know. I'm to the point where I'm tired. Over, over 60,000 60, cases between the mid-90s um, and early 2000s. Maybe she's just people. naming things to, you know, um, give us suggestions to look into other areas, you know. Like, knowing us knowing that the, you know, well, you guys knowing that the UN has been involved with these scandals, maybe she's just naming other, you know, like I said, places to look at because everybody's turning the eye at, you know, certain things and she's, you know, bringing it up to with relevance. I, I've kind of felt the same way. That's why I started to ask her questions because she started mentioning certain things and it sent me down a, a, a hole because if she worked for the UN and she's saying she doesn't know what they do, everybody knows what they do, right? And then she had mentioned the fact that something about her connection and tie to the Murdoch family, but then I didn't get to go there. So I, I just tried, like, I was definitely trying to, to pull everything I could get out of her. But and, you talk about the woman that was just speaking, right? Yeah, Dr. Kelman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she. I can tell that she, because her word, her verbiage. She she says, "I don't think, I don't believe they were," you know that that whole approach there to me, kind of lets me know that, um, it was it's, it's it's to me it's it's a form of uh, cognitive dissonance, you know, she just turning the eye at it like yeah she did like I. I I've seen her walk in these rooms with these people who, who've been accused of these things, but me knowing her, I don't think that she would, you know, just one of them approaches. And I, I, I wasn't in here long enough to, you know, get a, a, a good um, analysis of the lady or I wasn't able to analyze the things that she was saying in whole, but from what I got, I can tell that she's, um, well, also the other day she mentioned that Joe Biden like saved her life. Right. Like, I don't, if we can move on. <laughs> I'm glad you guys found uh, something great there. Um, if we could get back to the subject um, with Ghislaine Maxwell, and that'd be great. Thank Does anybody um, want to, does anybody have, any experience kind of following trials like this that last a couple of weeks, like <clears throat> just to speak on what we should expect out of this trial, like do they typically, like I would imagine they get more intense as the weeks go on, as more information starts to surface, right? I would imagine like the first half, like between between the beginning and the first half, like there's like a lull or there's like a fluctuations of, excite of, of moods and excitements, right? And then it starts to like 
get real serious towards the the middle and then from the middle towards the end it starts to build and that's where it gets really intense but anybody have any experience following trials like this like what what can we expect out of the next couple I've been following a, an SEC lawsuit um, for the better part of the last year. <clears throat> and I think that this trial may take a very long time, just uh, considering the fact that her defense is going to try to keep her out of jail as long as possible if she is, you know, really going to end up in jail. So my personal opinion, this might this might go on for some time. Maybe, you know, two years. Oh, so you're saying the six, the six weeks is not the end of it? Is, is that what you're saying? I, we, I, we know the trial got a six-week time mark. Yeah, I don't know, man. This is, um, these are elite. These are elites, you know what I'm saying? And, and a lot of these people have a lot of powers. Why it's not being televised? So my personal opinion is that this may, might go, it might go on for a while. I don't you understand know, this trial is going to like the octopus that's that's attached to this 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 arm, you know, like this is gonna bring all the leaders from across the world down if it actually catches the the momentum that you know we wish it would. You know, I wish it was televised and I wish these trials were being, you know, um presented for all, all of us to see and witness because we're getting to we are getting to uh, uh, take a look into um, all these nefarious acts that these elitists are doing. These I'm talking about people who we would think are you know good people, fine people, but no, we, we're learning that the people we trust in government, the people we trust to you know um, make all these decisions for us are <laughs> are praying on us and not praying. And, and and you know, good good and good heart and good mind for us, but they're preying on us as that like we're we're you know uh, um like food, you know, they it's, it's it's really sick. It's sad. I believe and, and this is just my opinion, um I believe that there's a select group of people that have been taking advantage of the system and some of them have been in power, but I also think that there is a purging going on um with a lot of these elitists. And, um, you know, with this purging is coming a completely new system of, you know, a new framework of information, the way information is going to be passed around, how money is going to be moving around, and it's going to be a lot more secure. And I think that, you know, Ghislaine and this situation was a catalyst for something that was um, well on its way. So I, maybe I'm just a little, you know, optimistic about the future. And, and I believe that, you know, there's hope for humanity. But I believe that what, what's coming um, is, you know, they're going to eliminate this shit. This, this shit is not going to fly. I hope it doesn't fly. If it does fly, then damn. But, you know, I hope that this is just, you know, the steps that they're taking to really get rid of this type of, um, this type of, uh, you know, I don't even know the word to put on it. You know, all the bullshit that's coming with uh, just laying in.
I came in late. Is there a little bit of a wrap up for this week? I mean, what? I, I think I, Lisa was on the phone. I appreciate uh, what the individual capital was that you that just spoke. Yes, Cassandra. Yeah, that was great. I, that was epic. Um, I'm really glad that you added that because I think a lot of the time we can kind of get into this doom when we share a lot of information. But if you look, I mean, just, you know, globally, it's, you know, people are being um, removed, um, killed, you know, you name it. And so just as much as the damage they've done on us, we're actually starting the, this is the whole thing. We're playing the 5D chess, right? So, you know, as bystanders, we're actually involved in this quantum entanglement and we're starting to see it being taken out. And the more people that know, the more light is illuminated. And, you know, there is no such thing as darkness. It's just the light putting the shining, the light on it. So, you know, what you shared right there is just really positive and is absolutely true as far as people being expelled. So thanks for sharing that. I'm not sure. Thank, um, thank, thank you for recognizing. Yeah, I mean, it's so important because that's where I, my view, my focus is on that, right? So I'm looking at the people being removed. Um, and so I'm just, I'm thankful for that. So Bree, do you know if Lisa just stepped out or? Yeah, I just texted her, um, but I do know that she is on the phone. And sometimes when you go on the phone, you know, it pulls you out of the room if you're on there for a little 100. bit. Um yeah, and in terms of Angela, I mean, I, I'm not the best at giving a synopsis or, you know, summary of what happened, but if you do join the Discord, you will get a wealth of information there. We are, you know, tracking even things that aren't being discussed here and things that are outside of the case in terms of, like, what they see in court, uh, what you may hear about happened in court. Um I do think you should join the Discord if you want some more information. There's a wealth of information there, documents, official documents as well, um, and just more background on the type of lifestyle these people are purported to leave uh, to live. Um, in terms of the case, the most, uh, the biggest thing for me that I took away from the past week, you know, and again, this is laced with my own personal opinion. Um, the biggest thing for me is I, I'm, I'm not so sure we're going to get this explosive, um, coming out and discovery that I think a lot of us in the room are looking for my, that's my personal opinion. And, uh, the reason I say that is because I've just learned a little bit more, um, about the people involved in the prosecution, as well as, you know, um, for example, there was one, you know, moment where one of our correspondents, someone from Matrix Unveiled, went into the the courtroom and observed the witness, um, a witness, excuse me, a witness, and I think she was a plaintiff, I'm not sure, um, but she's definitely a victim, saying that the, the paperwork that was given um, that's supposed to corroborate her original story, you know, was changed. And so when she went up on the stand, things that she said and little details were not accurate as to what she was going up on the stand to testify for. So when she's there on a piece of paper, it may say one thing, but then that slight detail, you know, changed when she's giving her testimony and that makes her look in incredulous as a witness you know what i mean so it's like little things like that that i feel like 
I feel like the more I'm in this room, the more I'm realizing this is a very big web of power and privilege and they are the architects, it seems, of the system that we're living in. So how can we expect the system to truly eradicate itself and expose itself? Um, but that's just my personal opinion as I've learned things today. Lisa Gray gave a great summary earlier. I'm sure when she comes back, there will be a reset and another summary given. But if anybody else can give their feedback on what they just you know, took away from the past week, that Uh, my, I have a kind of a complaint in general, just like clubhouse in general, and it's not you guys in the room. It's pretty much everyone outside the room. Maybe they're here, maybe they're on stage and I just didn't look at your profile or something, but it used to run into a lot of lawyers, whether it were legal conversations or not. A lot of it was through the Rittenhouse trial, and now they've all gone to sleep or just simply do not log into clubhouse. And uh, frankly, I just totally agree with the chat where I've heard that you guys are saying that this is the trial of the century. I'm totally in concordance with that. And I just wish that these folks would step forward and offer us some suggestions as to what they're seeing and what we could expect to see. But also, like my problem is, is who's been on the plane the most? And it's probably Bill Clinton, I think, or Kevin Spacey, one of the two. And are they going to show up? Is anyone going to subpoena them? That's how you know this is like not really going anywhere. For just for one example, Brandon, Brandon, I, 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 I'd go as far as saying it's one of the two most important cases going on right now. Um, one is that, and then another one is a lawsuit with a um, with a crypto co company that's going to be involved in cross border payments in ISO two hundred and twenty. Uh, so, I think that. My personal opinion is this, um, you know, everybody has their own biased opinion and everybody has their own position and I respect everybody's idea, but the idea that, you know, this is all, ha like everybody's hyper-focused on what's going to happen at just lame, but I think we should all be really focused on is what's going to be happening with this new market. Because um, it's all about money. You got to follow the money trail. You got to follow the people that are really in power right now, the people in the world, um, the World Economic Forum, People that are really running this shit, um, you know, trying to enforce these new purgings of internet and, and, and information. So um, I agree with you in, in, in the sense that, you know, it's one of the most important cases where we shouldn't be hyper-focused on just this case and her outcome. We should really be seeing what's happening in result of these two cases because, you know, a lot of people have a negative outlook and the reality is it's just... It, this world has to continue, right? And we're moving into a new paradigm shift. Um, and, you know, yeah, it's just that, you know, follow the money. Well, that's that's the thing. It, 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 sorry for studying. It, it leads back to, um, you know, the, the royals. Uh, it, this has been going on for a very long time. So ultimately, um, you know, it, it, it's the fall of of all of society. There are so many people implicated that I personally have found and I'm not even like an investigative person. I'm not like an FBI agent. I don't have access to all of these, um, 
you know, resources that these other people have. So, you know, and there was an article that came out the other day I found on Instagram that said, you know, they found that there were declassified documents by the CIA that they, um, they were also involved in, in sex trafficking children, um, which is very upsetting, but, uh, realistic, you know, I, like we have this view that these, you know, the average person might have the view that these people are like the good guys. We've been programmed by all these movies, like, oh, you know, the spy movies, that they're the good guys, they're taking down the bad guys, when in reality, they're all um, involved in Right, and, you know, the more you you get in these conversations and you go down the rabbit hole, and I don't even think it takes that long for you to discover that these people are all connected to other people with extreme influence in media and, you know, in mainstream television. And it's like one of the things I've also taken away from this week, just getting more involved with the case, not necessarily what's going on with the trial, is that I'm not seeing the same. Like when we're in these groups, we're talking about true atrocities that are happening more than just someone being quote unquote raped, which is horrible. But we're talking about children being tortured and murdered for pleasure and on purpose and for sick other, you know, uh, other means, you know what I mean? And it's like, (laughs) is that going to come out in court? Are we going to hear about girls younger than 14? Because 14 is the youngest they've gone in this case so far. They're not talking about the prepubescent children that are being tortured and raped and killed. And it's like, how far do we really expect this to go when it's sanitized so, so much in the media and in the mainstream? They, they don't want to talk about the ritualistic things. They just want to kind of keep it on a, like a, on a surface level, basically. Right. Have you all seen where the transcripts are found? Uh, Christian T. Harris, he was on the Rittenhouse trial. He has a a podcast called The Rundown Live. He also has a website, The Rundown Live. And if you go there, you can download all the transcripts. And he's also taken donations because he you know, he's staying in New York for this case and he's attending every day and then he has to buy these transcripts. So if anyone wants to throw him any money, he has a GoFundMe out there. I just want to let you know that there's. Wonderful. I will definitely look that out and I'll look out for that and um, add it to the discord if I can. We also encourage donations towards anyone who's putting their time towards this. The discord link is up uh, above. It's pinned at the top of the room. Please do join if you want more in-depth information. We are posting similar content um, with original documentation, court documentation, and there is a you know subscription, which is basically a donation to keep this. Anybody else? Anybody have any questions about anything that may have came up this week? You know, Brie, I just wanted to share real quick, you know, when you think about this case, I think it's it's not so myopic. Um, you know, I remember um, uh, probably about uh, a year ago, I mean, I've been studying this stuff for so long. You know, you could actively go on the Internet, and you may still be able to do it now if anybody wants to try it, but you could go to 
companies, right? Like amazon.com or wayfair.com. Um, and you could find, uh, let's say pillows or uh, different curtains for your house. But what was so interesting about it is that the price for them would be $3,000 for a pillow or $20,000 for an item. And so this is just another way when you really start to open up all of these different signs and symbols, um, it's just another conduit on how they farmed out these children. So, you know, while the Maxwell case is, is a myopic piece right now, you had to think of like how far out the stretches and it's just one myopic of how they farm the children, the children body parts and what you can find. So even if you go to, I wouldn't say, I don't know if you, I would go to Google personally, but if you go and you look up price for different body parts of babies, and then this goes back to abortion clinics, I mean, the whole thing is a farmed operation. You will be able to identify how much you can harvest for different body parts. So this is how sick these people are. And the Maxwell case is just one very small myopic case of how they hunt them, how they farm them, where you can find them. It's a huge operation. You can't even put a price point on this kind of sick behavior. So again, we're here for the point of shining the light on the darkness and making sure that we're informed. And here's my purpose of being here is that People get the accurate information, number one. Number two, you have to think about those that know what's going on and those that are blowing up these underground um, tunnels, et cetera, that we, we pray for them and we protect them in our heart, right? That's number one. Number two, it has to be censored to a point. You know, Donald Trump or a person of the media can't come out and start talking about how how this works. I mean, they'd be called a lunatic and they'd be thrown in jail, right? So a lot of this has been protected, but it'll drip out over time. And this is how we have to source the information so that it can become available to the masses is in places like Clubhouse. It's in places like Telegram and the Discord channel. Because um, we have to seek first, we are the people going back to the Constitution. And then phase two is once we get enough of this in jurisdiction, then you can start to come out and start to show it to the media. But people's mental framework and mental health would not be able to handle with coming out with this kind of information, you know, and, and just bring it out to the mess. So that's, you know, just wanted to ease that little button of why people don't know. Well, there's many reasons, but there's still operations that they're having to shut down right now until we can start to bring it out. Um, I've even heard, and I, it may be true, that, you know, Epstein is still alive and they've got him locked up. And then this trial is just the, the opening of what we, the people, will be able to watch as we demand um, sovereign rights to these people being put where they belong. So those are just a couple of comments I wanted to add in there. Um, so back up over to anybody else that wants to add into that or start a new thread. Yeah, you made a really good point that, you know, definitely hit home for me in terms of, you know, mental health. And you also said earlier, I believe that this room is a paradigm shift. And that is absolutely true. And I really shouldn't take that for granted. I mean, it really will shake 
what you believe society is built off of, what it means to be a good person, um, and what it means to achieve success in life and in this country. And, you know, the fact that this is actually something happening, it's a global um, network, right? And when we say that, it's like, it seems so simple to say that. It's like, well, okay, yeah, it's happening around the world. No, it's happening with preachers. You know, it's happening with doctors. It's happening with lawyers. It's happening with judges. It's happening with politicians. It's happening with the people, actors and actresses, the people that we think we know, the people we think we love, the people we think we are, you know, that's for us and that we can depend on. And so I do understand you made a really, really good point in that facing this and even coming to grips with the fact that these things are happening is something that can have an extreme, you know, detrimental effect on people's well-being. But I mean, mm. <laughs> at the same time, I, I just, I want this to be out so bad so we can just deal with it and change it. You know, that's just me personally, but you did make a great point. Hey, can I, can I say Sure. Hi, how, how everyone's doing? I hope everyone's doing great right now. I, I wanted to add to that point that um, it can't be put out there because of not everyone's able to handle it, you know. Sorry if I got some background noise. But there's um there's a lot of things that the media puts out there that clearly isn't good for our mental health. But they just regurgitate it and they put it on replay. And then they put it on the next station, the next station, the next station. And then it's all, all over the place. You know what I mean? So I I have a hard time to, like, accept that, oh, they don't want to push it on people because everyone's not ready. That's definitely not the reason. They don't want to push it on people because they're not ready to accept what's coming to them. And I think I, I, I more or less agree with that. But I would also add, I think that it's... This is a, we're going into a new deity uh, of worship with regards to, you know, how they, they handle their ritual rituals. And it really is all ritualistic, right? Like, for instance, right now, um, if anybody's following uh, the SEC lawsuit like I am, you would know that a bunch of world leaders, Klaus Schwab, Angelina Georgieva, um, uh, Christine Lagarde, and then a bunch of CEOs from different crypto companies all went to Antarctica for this um, solar eclipse. And, uh, you know, some of them are saying some really outlandish shit on, on, on uh, Twitter with regards to their experience out there. And for me, I'm, uh, what I'm starting to understand is it's more like, you know, you got a group of people partaking in some shit that they shouldn't have been ta- partaking in because it wasn't... Um, you know, it's just not right for one. And for two, it's just something that's, you know, amongst the elite. And now there's a new group of people that are getting into power. And what do they do with their with their competition to get rid of them? So what I believe is happening is the losers. And when I say losers, I, I say that um, in regards to the people that were in power that are now being, you know, phased out, you know, they have to they're the ones that are literally asked out with this whole court case. They're the ones that are under scrutiny. Um, and they're the ones that are really getting, uh, you know, basically being watched right now in this case. Um, 
But I don't think that it's that they choose not to give us the information because we're not ready for it. I'm, in fact, I think that they're doing a lot of suggestive programming to, to, to more or less get us normalized with this shit. Um, what I think is just happening is you got, you know, different entities that run these social, uh, social media. Uh, so, for instance, right, the algorithms changed on Facebook, I think, in 2018. And based off the new algorithm, certain, certain topics get more broadcast than other. Why? Hmm, I wonder why. So I don't think that it's that they're choosing not to share the information. I really think it's all put into the algorithms. Um, and and um, those who truly want to know will find. You know, they will find the answers. They will find the truth. And, uh, yeah, that's where I'm at. If I'm out of breath, I apologize, guys. I'm in the gym. Y'all no, got to yeah, listen to Ricky uh, Gervais. 2020 um golden globe speech man I, he's telling people right there what we're seeing right mm-hmm. now he, he let them exactly. know it's- exactly yeah exactly and capital just to kind of go back to what i was saying sorry with clients so i'm kind of in and out here but um okay so here's what i mean by they can't just come out next this you know disclose this well first and foremost they're they're not in charge of the media right now let's just be frank with that and i'm talking about white hats right i'm talking about light i'm not talking about dark so if you study and you go back to devolution i want i want to really really um ask everybody to go and look up patel p-a-t-e-l and then devolution. So when you look under the constructs of when it will happen and in whatnot and how this will be disclosed, what I meant by that is that you have to be careful in how you disclose this information. That's why it is being disseminated by those that are seekers and those that are brave and putting it out there. So believe me, nobody's gonna put this out there and disclose what's going on until, right, until we get these factions through jurisdiction and there's no place for them to hide, then it will be exposed. But what I'm saying is that there's a due process that's going on right now that we just have to hold this container for and continue to expose it to where we're at, the symbolism we see, et cetera, so that people can all wake up so that when it is brought out to the masses, people are like, hmm, yeah, smelled like, felt like, must be true, right? So there's that, that's all I wanted to say. But believe me, we aren't, if you look at the media right now, the fact that Fox is down 38%, CNN is down almost 80%, CNBC is down 68%, people ain't paying attention to them anymore, you know? It's on social media, it's social media. Mm -hmm. Telegram, it ain't social media, because believe me, I get censored for anything I do, but it's, to your point, Bree, it's the alternative news site. Yeah, and, uh, oh, uh, I just... Yeah, no problem. I just wanted to add on to that. Uh, I kind of forgot. And I also, I think you're the one that brought up Ricky Gervais. I do want to play that um, that clip of how it was being done. I loved it, of course. Of course, it's a bit cringy because you're like, oh my God, you're seeing these people's faces. And, you know, people like Tom Hanks, you could tell like he was a little perturbed, you know what I mean? But um, you could tell he was hitting on some things. Um, but Cassandra, yeah, you're right in terms of, yeah, people are stepping away from mainstream media. They have realized that they don't have the grasp on the people like they thought they did. And, and one instance of that, that I think where they truly started realizing it was when 
and I don't even know if Donald Trump is one of the good guys or not, but I feel like the mainstream media was trying to push the narrative that he would not be elected, that he should not be taken seriously, and that Hillary Clinton would be the one that was the shoe-in for becoming the president. And when he became the president, everybody said, well, how could this possibly have happened? Because all we were hearing on the media, on you know, mainstream was how it would never happen. He had no chance. No one would take it seriously come to find out when, I guess, I assume people voted, I assume their their votes counted. I don't know. Um, but the bottom line is he became president and it showed a disconnect between the media and what's actually going on in people's actual um, perspectives on the government and what real life issues are. And, you know, it is a fact that the media and the government work hand in hand, you know, um, to push propaganda and narratives. It's one of the things I actually started looking into earlier this week. Um, lastly, I will say that because they realize that um, they no longer have that kind of power, they have been going onto social media platforms and they have been using everyday people to push narratives. So, I mean, it's, it, you know, it goes from one, you know, um, medium to the other, but they're still trying to do this. Um, who wanted to speak after me? Was it you, Esquire, that had something to say? No, I was, I was just waiting for you to play the, the clip. Cause... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's see if the... I've never played a clip before, and I'm using my work computer. So let's see if this works, if you guys can hear it well. This is the Ricky Gervais uh, Golden Globes um, opening monologue, I believe. This is the year 2020, and unfortunately you can't see it, but hopefully the sound is good. Let me play it now. Is it good so far, guys? Yep. Hello. Hello, thank you. Hello, Avery. Yes. All right, so it's kind of far, far. It sounds like it's kind of far away. Can really? You, uh, okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let. I'm gonna try laying it down. Is it better? Hello and welcome to the 77th Annual Golden okay. Globe Awards, Good. live from the Beverly Hilton Hotel here in Los Angeles. I'm Ricky Gervais. Thank you. Um, you'll, you'll be pleased to know this is the last time I'm hosting these awards, so I don't care anymore. Um, I'm joking. I never did. Um, NBC clearly don't care either. Fifth time. So, I mean, Kevin Hart was fired from the Oscars because of some offensive tweets. Hello. <laughs> Lucky for me, the Hollywood foreign press can barely speak English. And they've no idea what Twitter is. So I got offered this gig by fax. So let's go out with a bang. Let's have a laugh at your expense, shall we? Remember, they're just jokes. We're all going to die soon, and there's no sequel. So, yeah remember that um but you all look lovely all doled up you came here in your limos i came here in a limo tonight and the license plate was made by felicity huffman so no shush it's her it's her daughter i feel sorry for okay that must be the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to her and her dad was in wild hogs so 
Lots of big celebrities here tonight. I mean, legends, icons, yeah? Look, at this table alone, uh, Al Pacino, Robert De Niro. But... <laughs> Baby Yoda. Uh, oh, that's, that's Joe Pesci, sorry. Um, I love you, man. Don't have me whacked. Um, but tonight isn't just about... This word is me. In this mm -hmm. room are some of the most important TV and film executives in the world. People from every background, but they all have one thing in common. They're all terrified of Ronan Farrow. He's coming for you. He's coming for you. Look, talking of all you perverts, it was a big year. It was a big year for paedophile movies. Um, surviving R. Kelly, leaving Neverland, two popes. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. I don't care. I don't care. Many talented people of colour were snubbed in major categories. Um, unfortunately, there's nothing we can do about that. The Hollywood foreign press are all very, very racist. So, fifth time. So, we were going to do an in memoriam this year, but when I saw the list of people that had died, it wasn't diverse enough. It just, no. It was mostly white people. And I thought, nah, not on my watch. So, Maybe next year. Let's let's see what happens. No one cares about movies anymore. No one goes to cinema. No one really watches network TV. Everyone's watching Netflix. This show should just be me coming out going, well done, Netflix, you win everything. Good night. But no, no, we've got to drag it out for three hours. You could binge watch the entire first season of Afterlife instead of watching this show. That That's a show about a man who wants to kill himself because his wife dies of cancer. And it's still more fun than this, okay? Spoiler alert, um, season two is on the way. So in the end, he obviously didn't kill himself. Just like Jeffrey Epstein. Shut up. I know he's your friend, but I don't care. Mm -hmm. You had to make your own way here and your own plane, didn't you? Right, right, pause it, pause it, pause it. Seriously, most okay. films are awful. Wow. Yeah, he's going in, guys. And you got to catch the little things. Like, he's even exactly. saying, he's saying, don't, you know, they're all afraid of this one, you know, high elite in, in the industry. He's saying, don't get me whacked. You know, don't kill me. You know, he, he's like, I know Jeffrey's your friend, but you know what I mean? The like, last three. Just said, yeah. he said you Is like there it. any way you could play that one more time? Yeah. Real quick, yes. the, last, the last part before she paused it, he said, you like to take your, you like to make your own way there. Take your own plane. Yeah. Talk about to the island. Like, come on, y'all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Think about when Beyonce bought Jay Z that, uh, that, that private jet. Yeah, and then on top of that, you know, he's alluding to the their loss of, you know, they're losing influence and power, talking about the fact that people are going to Netflix, people aren't watching this show anymore. You know what I mean? Like, they're losing their power. And he even says, you know, we're all going to die soon. Uh, when I heard that, I was like, what? Is he talking about, you know, Nibiru coming? I don't know. But, you know, like, it's just interesting, um, the little things that he's saying. So where do you guys, uh, well, I don't think I can even choose where to start. I'll just, you know. Pick, pick up where you left off. No, no, no. She Just a quick comment. Um, yeah. Ronan Farrow, uh, it says he's the, uh, the son of actress Mia Farrow and mm -hmm. filmmaker. Yes. Exactly. And that's actually where I'm at. Ronan, um, so I'll start it from Ronan there. Farrow had a hit out for all the pedophiles he oh. back in 2016 he came out 
exposing um this is like around the time Anthony Weiner uh Lab mm-hmm. was found and all that. And he came out whistleblowing hard and uh wow. yeah, he, he That's very relevant. And if you guys recall, I'm assuming it's his um adopted sister, but um you know, his father married his adopted sister and they then had children, I yeah, believe. Yeah. So uh, Woody yeah. Allen is a sick man. Right, right, right. So he has personal experience with this, you know, pedophilia um, subject. Anyway, so I'm going to, I went back to around that part where you mentioned Ronan Farrow. So I'll just pick up from there so you guys can listen and catch those things again. Oh, that's that's Joe Pesci. Sorry. Um, I love you, man. Don't have me whacked. Um, But tonight isn't just about the people in front of the camera. In this room are some of the most important TV and film executives in the world people from every background, but they all have one thing in common. They're all terrified of Ronan Farrow. He's coming for you. He's coming for you. Look, talking of all you perverts, it was a big year. It was a big year for paedophile movies. Um, Surviving R. Kelly, Leaving Neverland, Two Popes. (laughs) Shut up. Shut up. I don't care. I don't care. Many talented people of colour were snubbed in major categories. Um, unfortunately, there's nothing we can do about that. The Hollywood foreign press are all very, very racist. So, fifth time. So, we were going to do an in memoriam this year, but when I saw the list of people that had died, it wasn't diverse enough. It just, no. It was mostly white people. And I thought, nah, not on my watch. So, Maybe next year. Let's let's see what happens. No one cares about movies anymore. No one goes to the cinema. No one really watches network TV. Everyone's watching Netflix. This show should just be me coming out going, well done, Netflix, you win everything. Good night. But no, no, we've got to drag it out for three hours. You could binge watch the entire first season of Afterlife instead of watching this show. That That's a show about a man who wants to kill himself because his wife dies of cancer. And it's still more fun than this, okay? Spoiler alert, um, season two is on the way. So in the end, he obviously didn't kill himself. Just like Jeffrey Epstein. Shut up! I know he's your friend, but I don't care. You had to make your own way here in your own plane, didn't you? Right, but seriously, most films are awful. Lazy, remakes, sequels. I've heard a rumour there might be a sequel to Sophie's Choice. I mean, that'd just be Meryl Streep going, well, it's got to be this one then. <laughs> All the best actors have jumped to Netflix and HBO, you know, and the actors who just do Hollywood movies now do fantasy adventure nonsense. They wear masks and capes and really tight costumes. Their job isn't acting anymore. It's going to the gym twice a day and taking steroids, really. Have we, got a, have we got an award for most ripped junkie? No. No point. We know he'd win that. Um, Martin Scorsese, the greatest living director, made the news for his controversial comments about the Marvel franchise. He said they're not real cinema and uh, they remind him of theme parks. I agree. Although I don't know what he's doing hanging around theme parks. He's not big enough to go on the rides, is he? It's tiny. Right. 
the Irishman was amazing. It was amazing. Um, that, it was. My, my, it was great. Uh, long, but amazing. Um, it wasn't the only epic movie. Once upon a time in Hollywood, nearly three hours long, Leonardo DiCaprio attended the premiere, and by the end, his date was too old for him. So, <laughs> Even Prince Andrew's like, come on, Leo, mate, you know. You're nearly 50, son. Um, the world got to see James Corden as a fat pussy. He was also in the movie Cats, but no one saw that. Um, no, he is throwing slugs. I saw one that said, this is the worst thing to happen to cats since dogs. Right? <laughs> But Dame Judi Dench defended the film, saying it was the role she was born to play. Because she... I can't do this next joke. Because she loves nothing better than plonking herself down on the carpet, lifting her leg and licking her own minge. Furble, <laughs> furble. She's old school. Um, it's the last time, who cares? Oh. Apple roared into the, the TV game with a morning show. A superb drama, yeah. A superb drama about the importance of dignity and doing the right thing, made by a company that runs sweatshops in China. So, well, you say you're woke, but the companies you work for, I mean, unbelievable. Apple, Amazon, Disney. If ISIS started a streaming service, you'd call your agent, wouldn't you? So, if you do win an award tonight, don't use it as a, a platform to make a political speech, right? You're in no position to lecture the public about anything. You know nothing about the real world. Most of you spent less time in school than Greta Thunberg. So, if you win, right, come up, accept your little award, thank your agent and your god, and fuck off, okay? So... It's already three hours long. Right, let's do the first award. The first award. The first award is for best actor in a television series, musical or comedy. To present the award are a couple of actors off the telly. What can I say? Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon. All right, I assume that's a good place to... Wait, hold on one second. It's gone again. In a little while, we're going to see a, a short clip from The Irishman. Um, it's 88 minutes long. <laughs> In the meantime, here are Sofia Vergara and Matt Bomer. Yeah, rest of this jokes. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, he said a mouthful that we all have come to learn a little bit about. Any thoughts? Um, I will post this link in the Discord. Once he was, like, getting personal about the Jeffrey Epstein thing, and especially Tom Hanks, for those of you ha who have not seen the video, you got to go see these people's face expressions. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Somebody's oh, yeah. just joking on you. Everybody, we've all been in that situation. If somebody's joking on you, it's a joke. You, everyone laughs. But when you're pulling on heartstrings, you could see that. We're we human. 
we developed that throughout our whole lives. You could see the way somebody's reacting in their face, their face expressions, their body language, their shoulders. Like I'm not sure. It, it was crazy. Was that was there? But um, man, when he said that uh that Harvey Weinstein bar, oh man. It was it was a certain um, film director that was there, and he was he looked hell in the face. He was so stiff, he was scared. I'm like, yo, he's really like throwing sluts. Hold on, and it's it's another clip on there, um, and it's um, he says something about uh Harvey Weinstein. Oh man, that that's that's a, that's a good one too. Yeah, Moon, did you finish what you were saying? Hey guys, sorry, this is. I'm sorry to cut off the conversation. I have been MIA. I, I just, um, I'm popping back in here because I just want you guys to know how important this conversation is, right? Because like, <laughs> you know, when we say that it's, we're not fighting against flesh, you know what I'm saying? It's spiritual wickedness. Like I have had so many, I feel like spiritual attacks around this conversation you guys i'm tapping in to let y'all know that i ha i had an emergency that just took place in the background with one of my family members and i've been trying to deal with that you know um thank you so much for to the moderators to um shout out to all of you guys for holding this room down for me um i appreciate y'all but just know that who i told her to end the room but y'all are still here because it is something that is um, some sort of energy. And I don't think it's like, it's not a person, but there's an energy that is trying to stop me from continuing this information. So I just want you guys to know that that's how important this getting this information out is that these entities, and I know this is not crazy talk. This is real talk. Okay. And I want to be able to share more about that in another, at another time, as we continue to do this room, um, how these entities will attack you and attack your, you know, your family members and put like so much resistance or have people coming at you. You know what I'm saying? I've been dealing with this like this whole week and I can't even believe it. And it's like, you know what? I took a break yesterday. I got refreshed. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, I'm focused. You know, boom, we about to, you know, go off in this room tonight. And lo and behold, you know what I'm saying? More distractions and more things that are happening. So um, just understand that you're in the right place. We're on the right path because if we weren't on the right path, then all this resistance wouldn't be there. But just know that I'm just working through it. So with that being said, guys, I'm going to go back on mute. Just know that <laughs> we're tapping into some very powerful information that whatever these, whoever these beings are, they want to stay hidden. Okay. I'm yes, ma'am. Anybody else? I think Moon, maybe you were saying something prior to Esquire talking. I saw Hocus get off his mic. Anybody have something to add? No, I'm good. No, I'm good. I'm just, I'm sitting here listening. Shout out to the whole room. You know, make sure y'all hit the club. Follow Lisa, man. You know, uh, a lot of positive vibe, Lisa. We with you. You know that. Yeah. Bless you, Lisa. Lisa. Yeah, guys, that's fact, man. I've been in some chats with Lisa this week and, and it's true, right? So, um, nobody's exempt from, from this, but it's nothing to be scared of. Right. So again, there is no such thing as darkness. It's the light exposing the dark. So these topics are really important. I just, um, I thoroughly enjoyed that video. So I'm just really happy that we brought that into the stream because 
I found that actually very fucking humorous. So thanks for sharing that. Um, I do want to ask, um, Tunde, I, I, I'm always afraid I'm saying your name wrong, but are you with us right now? Yeah, I'm here. What's going on? What's up, man? How are you? How are you doing? I'm doing good. Just uh, easing into the weekend. What's going on? Easing into the weekend is right. Well, you, my man, have been just such a light in this room. Um, and I just wanted to send over a thank you for sharing everything that you have this week. Um, I'm certainly not going to share where you've been, what you've been doing, because you move how you move, right? So I'm going to let you share what, what, what you've been doing this week. Um, but just kind of, you know, we don't have to, like, put a put a highlight on anything that's been going on, but is there anything that you want to share or how you've been feeling after this week, just energetically or spiritually or how? Yeah, appreciate that. Um, I think uh, what you're, you're referencing, I'm not, you know, just to be fair, um, not to hog any credit to myself, but there's been other people um, as well in this community, uh, in this uh, some of them might be actually even be in this room right now who have done the same thing I did this week. Um, and kind of, you know, like uh, Brie was saying, being a correspondent on ground, um, I, I was happy to do what I did. But, you know, this topic is uh, the, what really moved me to actually take that step was the fact that I heard that, you know, the event was a public event and this is like the most important thing um happening right now and it's not getting coverage and i think was it lisa who just said something like this is the most important event of the the the, the last century or something like that it it could very well be i mean we're talking about um something that is it, it, this this trial right here is like the gateway to cover up on top of cover-up, on top of cover-up, on top of cover-up to the most elite and most powerful people in our world. And it's like, it's crazy. But anyway, um, I just got really moved. Um, the fact that it's happening, they're trying to cover it on national television, yet it's open to the public. And I'm looking around like, okay, is anybody else going to go to this thing? So... That's what moved me. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing the rest of the trial, how it plays out. Um, I hope that justice is served where where it's due. Um, and, you know, we all know how people in high places, they get away with murder all the time. I hope this is not one of them times. And I hope that this is truly uh, a tipping point where things start to change and flip. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm just here to listen and build with y'all and just learn more um into the clip that y'all played just now does anybody know about Corey feldman making similar accusations about hollywood at least uh, hollywood elites and i know like he comes off as a little touched like he he looks off but you know no pun right <laughs> i i <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. I've... But 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 the thing is, like, you know, you might look at him and think he's a lunatic and not want to take what he says into account. But I think if you really pay attention, like he's been saying the same thing. I mean, he really started saying these things um, during the Me Too movement in 2017 when it was like, um, what's his name? 
Harvey Weinstein and, you know, it was it was more targeted on, you know, Hollywood actresses. But he was he was trying to tell y'all like it's not just Hollywood actresses, it's kids. He was trying to tell y'all back then, but I guess people wouldn't listen to him because he looks a little crazy. Or he's he comes off as a little crazy. But anyway, any y'all any y'all got any thoughts about that? I just wanna I just wanna correct that. Um trauma can um make people act in ways that others might think are crazy, but they're not crazy they're just traumatized oh, so i just want to for sure I, 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 I'm, I'm sorry i'm not uh, judging Tunde, what oh wait what, who are second, you speaking bro? of uh, it's uh cory feldman well i just want to clarify i'm definitely not judging him I, I i believe what he's saying but i'm saying the way they paint cory feldman to us like oh that crazy ex hollywood wants a big shot you know once upon a time star that that's the way they, they like he's kind of like a washed like old star and now he's like hooked on drugs that's the way they paint Corey feldman to the public yeah. and that might be yeah. true he might have used drugs i don't know but i don't judge i don't judge him i don't think he's crazy i think a lot of what he says he doesn't sound crazy to me when he's saying it but yeah yeah just to say that i'm not you know but i, I get what you're saying sister Come on now, Corey Feldman was one of the most famous child like actors back in the day, and for him to come yeah, and tell us, Orlando. yeah, and Orlando Brown as well. But Corey Feldman was before him. Corey Feldman was in like me growing up. I was born in the nineties. He was in most of the eighties movies as a child, so he was obviously in in Hollywood since since you know since he was a kid. So him coming out as a grown man and telling us all these things to me it doesn't sound crazy especially me understanding how you or learning how hollywood works and you know man that that man right there is on point and like you said they they try to they do the same thing to kanye you know but that's a different topic but um yeah you, you got to be able to decipher yeah Corey, Corey. um yeah like when i was growing up you know i grew up I'm, i was born in 83 he was like you said he was in all the um childhood movies like we all like used to watch Corey. there was another Corey too which they was like they was really good friends i forgot his name um they both was being molested Corey who heim Corey heim heim Corey heim yeah Corey heim and Corey. they both was being molested um i think Corey heim did he commit suicide or he died over yes. overdose i forgot which one it was sad yeah so you know he, he committed suicide um what I think what happened with Corey Feldman, you know, this is just, you know, uh, uh, hypothesis. Like, I don't know, like a theory. I think he got paid off because he was supposed to drop a book and everything. What happened? He just, like, stopped talking about it. Feldman made a, a movie about it, actually. Uh, it was very recently, maybe one or two years. A documentary. I think it was called Open. He Hold on one second. I think it was called Open Secret. Um, yeah, but it's hard. It's hard to find. They damn near scrubbed that. Oh, the so he did go forward. Okay, I thought I didn't hear nothing about it. So, all right, yeah, I, I try to look that up. Thanks. Yeah, I think what happened to Corey Feldman. I mean, I don't, I don't know for sure with facts, but just like seeing how they were painting him in the media, I think he went forward with what he was going to do anyway. But the media just made him look so crazy that it didn't get any traction, and people like didn't, you know, have interest in it. Like they they downplayed that man so much when he was on his like Me Too campaign about like telling his abuse stories. They was the way they kind of treated him in the media was like, um, yeah, all right, Corey. Like, okay, that's how they kind of treated him, and it was like it was kind of like, um, you know, nobody was really trying to hear what he was trying to say. So 
I wouldn't doubt that he put it out and it just didn't get any traction. Um, yeah, that's that's how I, I, I see it. So I can chime in. This is Leia. I can chime in a little bit about that. Uh, what he did, Corey Feldman, he um, he had like this strategy to come out and tell what was going on with Corey Heim. And um, he was always talking about it. There's this secret. He's going to tell. He's going to tell. And he's going to be crazy. And he's going to give, give names. Uh, but he wouldn't give the scoop because people had it, had to wait until the movie came out, like this documentary. And when it came out, you had to pay. So it was this thing where only if he knew that he was going to get paid, then the movie would come out. And he did that. I think it was a success uh, with, with some hiccups, of course. And uh, I can tell you the scoop, I guess, because it's out already. So what happened is he told the story uh, that Haim got, well... Uh, abused, raped on set by uh, well-known actors, right? And uh, male, a male actor he, he named, uh, I forgot. Yeah, exactly. You can look at uh, the scene, right? And um, so they had, they had, um, that they had sexual intercourses on the set, but the way it was told was like Haim was so traumatized by it and his life was just shattered that this could even happen to him. So, yeah, that's the scoop. And, um, yeah, so that's it. This is Liam. I just wanted to add that movie called An Open Secret came out in 2014. Right, and I have found a few links for it, but I need to actually watch it myself to make sure I'm, you know it's the right thing before I post it in the Discord. I, yeah, um, right, it says right. he's Corey Feldman is in the movie as self. He had a lot of backlash. Uh, people like the mother, the family, I don't know, he had a lot of backlash, but he told the story because apparently that's what he said. He made this promise to Haim that he would get the story out. And yeah, and I guess in his way, he tried to be as truthful as he could. Uh, when when the, the documentary came out, the story, if you go and watch it, it's not, so people had high hopes. They had really thought oh this is gonna give some really really big secrets and it was i i guess when it came out it was kind of uh, a little bit of a letdown and uh what they told about what happened to Haim, it was he was he was a teenager when the alleged stuff happened so i guess people were waiting to see that there was more happening at a a, a lower age i guess but yeah he gave he, he gave some some insight in how it goes in Hollywood. So yeah, this is Leah. So it sounds like he kind of oversold it a little bit and like people were kind of over the hype by the time it came out, like the, the juice wasn't really worth the squeeze. It sounds like, um, or like someone said, you know, he was maybe, I don't want to accuse, but you know, another possibility is that, you know, he was, incentivize let's put it like that to oh, yeah. um, water yeah. it down right mm. that's a good point 
But there's been there's been other people in Hollywood besides Corey Feldman speaking up. Um, there's been God, I'm trying to think. Like you even had you had the actor from the movie The Passion of Christ, which I forget Mel his name. Gibson? No, 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 not Mel Gibson. Yeah. The dude that plays Jesus in The Passion of Christ. I think Mel, Mel Gibson directs it, right? Yeah, he actually come. You can go on YouTube right now, where he's giving an interview, and he like, you know, just name drops the word adrenochrome, and then the person interviewing him was like, "Wait, wait, hold up a second, double back, like unpack that," and then he was like, "Oh yeah, there's this whole thing in Hollywood, man, and how like he he not only talks about abuse of kids, he talks about the trafficking of them for adrenochrome too, and you know." That's on YouTube. That's no conspiracy. You could watch that. He he talks about that live in an interview. And there's been other people as well. I'm trying to Mark remember. Mark Zuckerberg talks about um, being around people who uh, participate in drinking children's blood. He actually admitted to drinking children's blood. And he said that basically they have a ritual. He said he doesn't partake in a ritual, but he does drink the blood. And he said to give him a, a certain type of high. What and, in the world? Uh, you said Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg. The he meta, came the out and said that? Yes. Yes. On what On what platform? I believe it was an interview. I believe he was being like interviewed. And uh, I'm not I'm not sure what platform it was. I'll do my diligence and try to find <laughs> yeah, it and uh, be, share it with you. That would be nasty. I, 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 so I, I just want to um, back him up. I heard it before. Yep. Wow. Wait, how is that not national news? If that's true, like because you got to understand, Mark Zuckerberg, he controls a part of the media. It, his, it, his, I know, but when you, he, name, it doesn't really matter at that point. You're you're the you're you're the man behind the biggest tech company in the world, and your name drop like you you you're on you're on camera saying you're. But doing, but like, they all like, do. What? Like, so it's like it don't really make sense. They all do. So it's like it, it would take for somebody who's not a part of that to be a whistleblower. But if everybody is a part of it, then like who 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 out of that group would make it mainstream news? Like it, it was definitely out there. It's def- the article is definitely out there, and I will find it for you all. But um, is it like an I article said, or like an audio interview? Like we can hear it's an it article. Voice. It's an article. Wow. Yeah, but um. Yeah, and it, it, I found it interesting. Uh, I believe his wife is, and this has nothing to do with it. This is how my mind works, I guess. His wife is Asian. I'm not sure what region she's from, but um, it's kind of weird to me that you know, knowing knowing China has all these uh, you know, child trafficking, organ harvesting stuff going on. How he he he's so often in China. He got this you know good relationship with China, and you know he got this wife who's Asian. And I'm just like not trying to be stereotypical, but it's like maybe it's something with that. You know what I'm saying? I think that's. I think that that I don't really think that has anything to do with anything. I think he just like likes his Asian wife. I mean, I don't. I don't think that has anything to do with. You know what I mean? Because that he apparently married her, or he got with her back in college. If y'all seen the movie um, Social Network, so and, I mean, not, and that's that's not to say that conspiracies can't go as far back as you know people's college days, but at the same time, I don't think I think that's just a coincidence that the person he happened to marry is an Asian woman. I don't think it has anything to do with you know what goes down in China. 
with regards to the kid. I, I said that because I believe, well, look, I'm going to find an article to be writing exact so I can be more transparent with y'all, but I believe he, he was like referring to what happening in that region, Asian regions. Like that's just what I was, how my mind works. Like he got an Asian wife. You said it's these elite parties that happen all over the world. He ended up drinking baby blood and like knowing that you can, at one point you could go on Etsy and get adrenochrome in powder form from um, mostly Asian companies, Chinese companies. Well, it's just like, where well, is this adrenochrome? I'll give you one from? better, bro. And you just blew my mind by saying that at one point you could get that on Etsy because I, I actually didn't know that. If y'all go right now to made-in-china.com, which is like a Chinese version of like Etsy.com, if y'all go to that website right now, you will find a lot of a bunch of third-party vendors. Advertising I, I think they're, I'm, they're, I'm sorry, they're, huh? I don't think it was Etsy. It's, it's another Asian company. Um, oh man, it's on the they dog web. Like, um, None of y'all familiar with the dog but, web? But, but, but my I'm, cousin. I'm, yeah, no, no. But yeah, I'm the dark web. Hold on one second. Hold on. Hold on. It's Alibaba. Alibaba. Hold on one second. Alibaba. One, Alibaba. Mic, Alibaba. one mic. One mic. One mic. One mic. She just. She just. She just completed me. Uh, but, uh, the Alibaba. One mic, please. One mic. One mic, fellas. Thank you. You guys are adding great content, but we can't get the complete message if you guys keep cutting each other off so build with one another um yeah. my understanding is that i know esquire was talking and then tunde was building and then it went back and forth and hocus came in and jen came in so if we could let each of you just say what you need to say starting with i think i want to say tunde first please and then esquire hocus please add and jen please add. well all i was saying is esquire is uh blowing up my mind right now because i um, with that article, I didn't know that that was um, information that was out there like that because I know that if you go on, if anybody in this room right now goes to the um, website made-in-china.com, which I believe is a Chinese website, it's like a Chinese version of like Amazon.com or something or like an eBay, you will find a, a bunch of third-party vendors advertising um, for you to buy their version of adrenochrome and they're bragging about its purity being 99.9% pure. And um, they have pictures of it on there. It's it's powder, it's red powder, uh, which is it's powdered blood. And if you look, go to Google, so to, I'm saying that to say to Hocus, like you don't even have to go to the dark web um, to, 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 to find this stuff or to get it. And then also if you go to Google and you search ABC News, Chinese uh, mutilated baby flesh. Just search those keywords together. You will find a, a news clip um, soundbite from 2012 where um, ABC News was reporting on uh, the South Korean government cracking down on uh, this uh, epidemic of, of uh, uh, people smuggling pills from China into South Korea to sell on the black market. And when they investigated those pills, they contained mutilated Chinese baby flesh and uh, Chinese baby blood powder. Uh, so, so this thing is out there. It's not no conspiracy. You don't have to go to the dark web to find the facts. But what um, what the brother Esquire was just saying was just blowing, blowing up my mind that he was able to connect the dots to this from another article. 
you know, like he, this is complete different research than the one I did. And, you know, he's pretty much saying the same things that I just, I blew my mind right there. So, yeah. So I want to clear one thing up. Uh, he said the events that took place, Mark Zuckerberg said the events that took place were on a uh, little St. St. James Island or something. I'm um, looking at one of the, the articles right now, but the thing is, the thing is you all have to understand that these people pay, corporations to um filter out this information now it said that this was the old post he had posted on facebook a while back um exposing these orgy parties or whatever and but one of the they fact checked it they try to debunk it and stuff like that but you know we all know snopes is like they say is a fact checker but it's like who's funding them so um but i'll go ahead and share it with brie and let her put it in the um in the discord but um and I wanted to add another thing, Alibaba, not Etsy. I'm sorry. I don't want to smear Etsy's name. Alibaba. And that's, I'm speaking from what I know. I did my own diligence. Alibaba literally sells you adrenochrome. And it, no, you don't have to go on the dark web. This is the Alibaba. Also, I believe they were involved in, um, you know, the, the trafficking of children as well, as far as uh, overpricing certain uh, merchandise, like uh, dressers and, uh, storage uh storage containers and stuff like that but it, i found it interesting that it's number one a agent based um um site a supplier and you know i'm just not asian let's, let's be more specific chinese and i'm not attacking chinese people but the chinese communist party is known to have a deep root in this uh pedophilia sex trafficking organ trafficking genocide it is it, like from my research from what i understand since you know studying this stuff this last year as far as china goes they have death camps for people who practice religion uh, uh certain certain religions like the falun gong the uh Uyghurs, um you know and just the common citizen who doesn't uh uh you know go with the narrative that they're pushing but without getting besides the point um yeah they they definitely had adrenochrome <laughs> on their website there's nothing to laugh about i laugh at all the wrong things i'm sorry but um yeah and i'm going to go ahead and send breathe this post about martin zuckerberg and he's telling them about these orgies on little saint james island and him drinking adrenochrome and all that so i just want to clear yes just please send those links just two points right quick. Um, so when you say Little St. James, we all know that that's Epstein's Island. Um, but the second thing, when you say uh, you mentioned the, the different religions that are not allowed in China and how the people who practice them get uh, persecuted. So you mentioned Fungong Lo or how how you say it again? Uh, uh, the Falun Gong practice. Yes, yes, yes. Those people. So get this, right? I was in Europe before the pandemic. And there was it was a mob of them protesting in Europe. And, um, you know, I decided to walk up to one of them to just ask them because I, I heard from people like, you know, the locals in the streets um, who they were. They, they, you know, they gave me a flyer. They said, oh, it's uh, so, such and such people from China. They practice such and such religion and their people are constantly getting put into camps and killed and their organs, their organs are ha uh, harvested. So I walked up to one of them and asked, like, you know, like, well, why is this happening to y'all? Why are they killing y'all for y'all organs? And he said, 
well, it's not, they're not killing us because, yeah, the, 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 the communist, the, the Chinese communist government doesn't want, want us to practice any religion, but that's not why they're killing us. He said, they're killing us because we are known to have clean bodies. We're vegan and all we do is meditate and, and we don't cause no problems, but because our bodies are so clean because we eat different and we, we vegan, we're clean like that. They figured like we the best ones to get off the organ brother Tunde. and I, I said, oh, wow. so you telling me <laughs> this is this is a, a a firsthand testimony this is a firsthand testimony because when you said the name wow you blew my mind i'm like i met them like and how long ago, ago was this this was uh right before the pandemic this is the summer before so the pandemic yep uh, and they wow were all right i just want to throw this this in is through my research uh, what, quick, one I, mic at a time please Real quick, and I and I you, I just wanted to add on to Tunde. The reason that I found out that the Falun Gong practitioners were being basically uh, targeted was exactly what he said. Um, they they their um, way of life consists of um, clean, healthy eating. They practice um, you know different forms of meditation. Um, they're known to have a very good, uh, high vibratory aura essence to them and on top of that they they keep their body pretty clean so all their organs function properly and if you all pay attention oh man this 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 rabbit hole gets deep really deep because um if if you were if you want to do this type of diligence look at the amount of organs that china has um on stock to you know to the world and then look at how many actual procedures were performed. I believe, um, I, I get the correct numbers because I really don't want to, this is kind of sensitive information, so I don't want to, you know, uh, mess it up for anybody. But um, I, will, I will give you all uh, specific uh, 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 viewpoints to start to start your search from if you decide to do your diligence. But uh, yeah, they, they, they are attacked because of their healthy way of living. And that's funny that you said this because it's like you, you, I'm getting this from research. You're getting it from firsthand testimony. So, so it's just like, you know, adding adding the dots, to, connecting the dots. And it's, yep, it's kind of hard. When if I it looks like you, a duck, if it walks like a duck, talks like a duck, it's a duck, you know? When I tell you, Esquire, like, because I walked up to, to like a group of them and asked them like firsthand because I'm, I'm like, I, this shit don't make sense to me. I'm about to find out this information. Cause everybody else was like, oh yeah, it's some people they've been protesting like the past couple of days, like, and, but nobody thought to like, it was strange enough for them to ask like and get to the bottom of it. Like, well, why is this happening to these people? So I said, well, I'm across the street. I'm going to be back, you know, get back with y'all. I got to go find out this information right quick. But when I tell you, like, these people were so nice and loving, and even the way that they was protesting was so soft. Like, it was, like, singing songs and, like, being all very, like, very peaceful. Like, I never seen a protest like that. And when they told me that this is why that they were killing them for the organs, when I tell you, like, this shit almost made me cry, bro. Like, I never met another human being that wasn't, like, like had nothing to do with me. Like, wasn't, like, you know, completely different country have an accent don't even speak english right you know english not my first language like completely different walk of life yet like they share a story with me that makes me connect with them so much on a human level like i i think i gave him a hug and i almost like wanted to cry like are you kidding me like this is happening to y'all 
like when I tell you, man, like that that I never forget that experience, man. Um, so it's so crazy that I had to cross the street to go ask him and find out, and he told me this information that you read, like in in the article, you know, doing your research. Like that's crazy, but this is really happening to them. Like you know, you got people They're who not, not taking one. care of their temples, you know, being reckless with what what they eat. Yet they want to go kill somebody who all they do is be vegan and meditate, so 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 they can live longer. Yeah, that's, like, that's just crazy. Group. That's the Falun Gong practitioners. If anybody curious about what we're talking about, who hasn't you know, who hasn't been here to you know as you know when we started the conversation. I'm sorry for stuttering, whatever. But uh, that's the Falun Gong, and it's also the 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 Uyghurs. They're uh, they practice a form of Islam out in Asia, and uh, you know the 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 Christians who are out there and like I said, the the everyday citizen who doesn't uh, agree with the communist party's agenda, these people are literally hunted and China has so many different forms of uh, surveillance that it's not even funny. It's all, it's, it's literally scary to me, but um, the, the way they can actually find exactly who they want to get without collateral damage is, is, is so sophisticated. It's just like wow, it's it's crazy. But um, and and I got to this conversation, this whole conversation. The China was only mentioned because Alibaba sells, <laughs> Alibaba sells Adrenochrome, in in capsules and in, in in different forms of Adrenochrome. And where who's literally just offering? And you got to know how adrenochrome is actually made. It, it's not just a, a, a chemical that your body releases just for fun. No, you have to be put on put under a certain type of fear, and and you, it's like a chemical that that releases in your body when you're when you uh, are under fear and distress. And it's like, who's just giving you all this stuff willingly? Like, come on. I'd like to add to things. Sorry, I'd like to add to this really quick. Um, and, and then I, I, I'll, I'll pass it to, um, Prem, I believe was trying to speak. And then can I be added to the queue after that? Yeah. Um, yeah, totally. Um, so I, I also dove down this rabbit hole the other day when I came across a practitioner, um, and she said that she had to be very, you know, uh, quiet about, about her practices because of what they are doing to, um, the people who practice Qigong. Um, so if you Google uh, Falun Gong, F-A-L-U-N-G-O-N-G, and pull up the Wikipedia, um, it says it was very, um, well, widely received. Um, it says Falun Gong combines meditation and Qigong exercises with a moral philosophy. The practice emphasizes morality and the cultivation of virtue identifies as a practice of the Buddhist school and through its teachings inco also incorporates elements drawn from the Taoist traditions um, through moral rectitude and the practice of meditation. Practitioners of Falun Gong aspire to eliminate attachments and ultimately to achieve spiritual enlightenment. And then it goes on to say the practice initially enjoyed support from the Chinese communist party officials, but by the mid to late nineties, the government increasingly viewed Falun Gong as a potential threat due to its size, independence, and spiritual teachings. By 1999, the government estimates placed, placed the number of Falun Gong practitioners at 70 million. During that time, negative coverage began to appear in the state-run media. 
um, etc. And the scale, uh, there were there were protests that were going on, right? Um, and the scale of protests grew up until 1999, when over 10,000 practitioners gathered near the central government uh, compound in Beijing to request legal recognition for freedom from state interference. Um, from then on, the 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 amount of practitioners has gone down significantly as he um i, I believe it was tunde and esquire had mentioned uh because they have been allegedly uh killing uh many many people um it says here uh one uh as of 2009 human rights groups estimated that 2000 falun gong practitioners had died within china as a result of abuse in custody one writer estimates that tens of thousands may have been killed to supply China's organ transplant in- industry. Um, so it is it is very uh, dangerous, um, but it, it does apply to the topic at hand because it, it's all kind of connected. I just wanted to throw that in there for anyone in the audience who has not heard or, or went into this. Um, and I am complete. Um, we can go with Prem, Jen, and... Prem, are you there? Okay, go ahead. Alrighty, I think Jen should probably go next. I just wanted to add a quick thing. I was waiting for everybody to be done, but since M spoke on it, um, I also uh, looked up Falun Gong, and I noticed immediately that the symbol is the same as like the Nazi. Um, it's using the same, I forget what it's called guys, but it's using, yes, it's using the same, the same symbol. Well, that was originally like a sign for peace from many. Yeah, I was was about to say, I can, I can go in uh, on that a little. Well, well, yeah, that's why I wanted to wait until the end. I didn't want to start a whole new tangent. Let's pick up on that after Marcelo goes, but Jen, it's. Thank you so much. I just wanted to, um, I've got a few things to add, uh, so hopefully I'll get through it quickly. The Fulungong people have been under this persecution for a long time um, and the organ harvesting is a very real thing, including live organ harvesting. And the UN and many countries, including the USA and Australia, have written letters of condemnation about it but have done nothing about it. So the UN and the member countries know everything about this and do nothing about it. Uh, Currently, these over 100 Australian citizens are Uyghurs. So that's actually pronounced Uyghur, by the way. Um, Not everything in Chinese is phonetic. Um, The Uyghur people, um, we have over 100 of our citizens that, that their families haven't heard from for over three years who are being detained in these, they call them reprogramming camps, and that's where all these operations take place. Um, it's a very real um, and, a, and a very um, frightening proposition that uh, our governments won't do anything about it. Uh, every so often they'll bring up the human rights abuses of China and then it goes on again. As I understand it, and I've, I've been to New York, but I haven't been to this site, but is there a place called Dragon Springs there? Because I believe that's where the Fulong Gong have established a headquarters in New York. So I don't know that for certain. Um, but I believe there's a place called Dragon Springs there. 
um, where they they now headquartered themselves, which is kind of interesting that it's New York, considering the UN and uh, Rockefeller ties there. And with regards to Rockefeller, um, apparently, and again, I haven't been able to absolutely verify this, but um, David Rockefeller had several heart transplants. And as we all just know in general, information to get one you know can take a lifetime to sort of get but he's had several some people claim up to seven I don't know that that would be the case I don't know if a human body could survive seven but um, he's been able to he was apparently able to get his transplants uh, pretty easily pretty quickly and you know not only does money have privilege but you've you've also got to find the organs and so there's a lot of um, chatter that points him to um, the Chinese organ harvesting system. Uh, just back to Alibaba, Jack Ma, who's one of the richest men in China, um, owns Alibaba. And last year he stepped down as the um, CEO, president, whatever, I, I don't can't recall the title, um, to take up a, a role in the United Nations, uh, which is all about our digital IDs. They have a program called the Digital Cooperation program and he co-chairs that now for the United Nations. So this is bringing in all of the digital pass, um, digital tracking information. Uh, he co-chairs that with, um, surprise, surprise, Melinda Gates. Uh, so that's now where he <laughs> is based. Um, and Alibaba, um, I've seen it with my own eyes last year. You could go on, I don't know today, but you could just open up their search engine and type in Adrenochrome and this is on the Alibaba site and um, yeah you had several options and then of places to purchase it from and then in several um, formats. And just back to the United Nations, I uh, just want to quickly add that someone that actively currently works for the United Nations would have an, an issue with believing that you know, bad things happen within the United Nations. But I think we're, we're sort of past that in this room. But something that was said earlier um, by Dr Hope about Deepak Chopra really kind of stirred me. And I'm, I'm interested in um, the fact that she said, first of all, that he had a mistress for 15 years. So this is a guy that, you know, preached about personal governance and spiritual elevation and all this sort of stuff, yet, you know, lived a dual life. I find that kind of interesting and, and out of integrity, but that is just a moral stand. As she said, it's not illegal, but um, for me it's out of integrity and immoral. But what really rang an alarm for me was that she said that the mistress started recently demanding $50 million and then all of a sudden she disappears off the planet and off uh, all the socials. So I think that's, for me, that's a little red flag that I'm kind of finding an interesting little piece of information to maybe, you know, take and, and run down that rabbit hole and see where it leads. And that brings me then to finally back to the wife of Mark Zuckerberg. I don't know if anyone's done a deep dive on her background. Um, oh, I have. I've got it up for a Oh, reason. you have? Sorry. Yes, cool. Yeah. All right. No, I'm cool. I'll be yeah. muting people, by the way. Sorry, say that again. I was saying if I see people coming off their mic, I am the one that's most likely muting you. And it's not out of disrespect. It's just because someone else is talking. I mean a disrespect. I was just, um, you know, getting out. I, I yeah, you're word. passionate. You're passionate. Go ahead, Oh, thank you so much. Now, look, I'm pretty good at that point. I've thrown in lots of different pieces of info there. Um, but just on the China side, 
you know, being in Australia and having our own citizens caught up in um, the Uyghur side of it and Fulong Gong is a, you know, very well-practised um, um, process <laughs> here. Uh, so we're very, I guess, m much aware of all of that, um, you know, that's going on there. So what these guys are saying, whether it's from research or meeting someone in the street, um, you know, we can, I can definitely say from Australia, it's absolutely true um, and it's very dark and um, and what upsets me the most is that all our countries know about it and they put out these statements of, you know, discontent and then do nothing more about it and then the United Nations elevate them into, you know, the highest positions. I mean, China has the contract with the United Nations right now to put our database of every single movement that every human makes. It's called geospatial intelligence. Um, and then they appoint Jack Ma to the digital ID that's called the digital operation, uh, cooperation, sorry, program. So, um, yeah, it's just, I know it's more stuff to sort of process, but, um, you know, there's a, there's a lot there that just points us back to, you know, where these issues um, are known and not done, and nothing's done about them. Anyway, um, Priscilla Chan, I think is where I left off, but thanks for letting me get all of that out. I know it was a lot. <laughs> I appreciate the space. Hi, thanks, Jen. Thanks for the ad. You were going to say something about um, Mark Zuckerberg's wife. Did you finish? Oh, yes. Just that, uh, thank you for double checking. Just that um, I wondered what the deep dive was on her past because I don't believe anything's a coincidence. <laughs> Um, so if anyone, I think someone said they had done a deep dive to see what her connections might be back to the CCP. It's just a flag I had that, um, you know, with her. Without right. saying and I think, okay, sure. And then we're going to add Marcelo. Thank you for being patient, Marcelo. Esquire, if you could do a short, um, oh, yeah, no, I, was just saying, I guess, follow-up on that. I was that. just saying, like, um, earlier when I brought her up, without saying it, Jen said exactly what that that's where I was headed with it. She I was I, I did a dive to see if she was, you know, had any ties in the uh CCP, but it with that you have to know last surnames, you have to know family ties and stuff like that. So that rabbit hole is deep in itself. But I'm I'm here with you, Jim. Alrighty, Marcelo. It's your your turn. Are you still yeah, there? Um I'm still here. Uh, I, I just wanted to speak to earlier when um someone mentioned about people who, in Hollywood knowing about the pedophile. I know Elijah Wood uh spoke openly about it. Um he did an interview uh, and talked about how there's parasites in Hollywood. Um does anybody know who Dan Harmon is? He was the creator of Rick and Morty. Do you guys know who he is? I'm not I was yes, he's, um, like the, he's the chubby, like is he redhead? But he's like the chubby tall white dude right yeah yeah um so uh there was a video that resurfaced in 2018 of him uh pretty much like molesting a fake baby doll for a video skit that he did as a pilot um for hollywood to sell his pitch um i don't know if you guys have seen that video but it's pretty awful uh it's a pretty disturbing video uh it's pretty much him coming in through a window and there's this fake baby laying on the couch and he comes in and he literally just takes off his pants and his underwear and he starts raping this baby on the couch. Uh the video I sent the link to um Lisa. Uh I would if you I uh if you don't feel like watching it, that's uh totally up to you. But um I was like <clears throat> I had to make sure like 
if if this was like for real for real or not but yeah it's it's a video of him um pretty much molesting a fake baby doll as a pitch for a tv show uh with in hollywood and um so that video resurfaced in 2018 and he deleted his twitter and he since then apologized about it but it's weird because i feel like people like that get an, an advancement in hollywood right when you do some shady shit like that and then all of a sudden he gets big with rick and morty and people love watching Rick and Morty. And then he gets, you know, he becomes a millionaire. But nobody really talks about the time that he, you know, as a joke and made a lot of pedophilia jokes, uh, made that skit. And that video is still out there on the Internet, but nobody's really doing anything about it. So I think that's fucked up. But I just wanted to share that. With- I'm going to just say Can you one send thing, that right? link to me as well, please. Yeah, I, 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 sent the, I sent the link to all the mods. Um, I would I would I. Um, I mean, definitely take precaution watching those videos. Yeah, yeah, I had to go through like I, I pretty much so I found it on Reddit, but and that's the other thing too. Uh, you know, um, there is there is that this is nothing new. I think we're just waking people up to what you know the shady it's underbelly, trigger right? Trigger warning. Um, it's yeah, so it's it's not it. I I was pissed, and I I since I watched that video, I was like I no longer will support anything that the dude is involved in. Uh, Rick and Morty, I will not watch any of his shows because when you watch that video, you're like, how the fuck can a dude like this make a joke about it? And, and it is weird because in the comments, if you find the video, some people are like, this is the funniest shit ever, and I'm sitting here like, what the fuck? Like this dude literally takes off his pants. He whipped. Um, I'm not gonna go into detail. Because he blurred out his private parts and he starts r- raping this baby, this fake baby, and everybody's like, "This is the funniest stuff ever." I'm like, okay, what? Whoa, the, whoa, what whoa, the- whoa, 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 whoa! Time, time, time out. We're not doing that. Pause, 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 pause. Mm-mm, that's too much. That is way too much. This, that's too graphic. Oh, it, it was uh-huh. a fake child. No, we don't need those pictures being painted at all. So we're not doing that in here. Don't do that. That's too much. Sorry, Lisa. Sorry, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm that's, trigger, that's, trigger. Sorry about that, but you know, I just frame what you're saying without because we don't want to attract any weirdos into this room. You know, if you're going to be like a trying to expose what's going on to protect the children, you have to understand that some people may be like in here because you know what I'm saying. Like, of like you, you just we can't. That's too much. We don't need to be describing scenes. Like I said, I have a video of this lady that speaks about satanic ritual abuse that I would never play in here. And on the video in the Discord, I do have a warning on there so people know. You know what I'm saying? Because she's talking about her experience. She's standing outside of Windsor Castle. She's outside with a microphone. There's loads of people out there as well that she's speaking with. But this was her truth, and she spoke about it. And it touched on a lot of things that we've gone on in this room. But when we're having this conversation, we have to remember to be extremely sensitive um, because you may have people that may have undergone abuse, you know what I'm saying? Or it just, it, it is a heavy topic. So we have to be extremely careful in how we use our words and our language when we're talking about this. And, we, you know, we don't need to describe acts, you know, down to the detail in order for people to understand what we're talking about. And I'm not coming at you or anything like that. I'm just saying, you know, um, let's just be a little bit more mindful about, 
you know, because I don't want this to turn into like a snuff room or anything like that with children. Like, you know, this is yeah, fine. Lisa, to your point, gotcha. Cassandra, here we got to be careful because that can be that can center a room and tear a room down if somebody does get severely triggered. Um, I'm a clinical hypnotherapist, so even when you bring the resonance that in, people go into ab reaction. So it's all good. You know, it's just good to be tempered around that. And I'll just kind of take on the end of that. Another way that you could frame some of these situations up, guys, is if you understand why they do that and why they publicly air it, because a part of the, a lot of this kind of stuff is initiation stuff, right? So um, part of what they have to do is they have to publicly announce, showcase, show, et cetera, et cetera. So that's just another way to frame it up is to say, hey, you know, there's some really wicked stuff that goes on. Unfortunately, it's part of the initiation process and they have to publicly announce it and boom, you know, we just know now the process why these things are shown. Um, so that's another just kind of underlying meaning of why some of that stuff is thrown out there, which is absolutely sick. But yeah, just, you know, I think there's, it's really hard to work around some of these situations because it, it is so blatantly obvious and you kind of have to bring it up, but um, you know, we appreciate you and Lisa great add ons there, but I just kind of wanted to add that tailspin there of why do they do that? You know, they're not just sick, but there's a reason why they showcase that stuff and put it onto public notice. Um, so with that. Hey, Cassandra. Sorry this about, is I just want to say, sorry, sorry about that, Lisa. I should have been more sensitive, but I, I didn't. Yeah. That's my apology. I, my bad about no. that. Not a huge deal. You know what I mean? I just sort of have to bring everything back around and make sure I'm monitoring what's being said because it's such a hard topic and it is so difficult. Um, and because, you know, we have to remember that the, the for at least for me, the reason why um, I'm doing these rooms is because I want to bring awareness to things that are happening to children, right? Um, children are missing it. And some, pe some children are born into, the, born into this their parents are selling them into this or they're being, you know, sold, you know, snatched off the streets, a lot of different ways. And our, listen, you know, they say the children are the future, you know, and if we're doing these, if these things are happening in such like a deep rooted cult and culture among the elites, this is the time now, I, you know, the time has always been there, but like, um, like I was saying earlier, guys, this is a quick, I had some stuff I had to deal with in the back end, I really feel as though, you know, doing this um, topic has caused a lot of like um, spiritual attacks on me um, in the in the back end, you know, um, just in just in general. Right. And so I took the break yesterday and I did the room today. As soon as I started the room, maybe 30 minutes in, you know, I had to leave the room so that I could address some things that were happening with my family and stuff like that. Um, and it's just, it's really strange, but you know, when, when the lady did her video and she's talking about these things, she said to me, she, not to, I keep saying she said to me, but she didn't say to me, but she said in her video, she said, you know, um, if you think this is hard to listen to, think about how hard it was to experience it. You know, and that gave me a little bit of, you know, not a little bit, but a lot of perspective because this is hard, you know, and who am I to distance myself from that? You know, who are we, all of us in here to distance ourselves from that? Because there's probably a child right now in shackles, you know, who is being abused, you know, in, in a very bad way, um, you know, by this network that no, they have no voice. They have no voice at all. 
and un un unless it's a, you know like people are aware of what's going on um i just feel like with us talking about it you know pointing out what's happening or whatever i'm not saying it's my job to you know go and directly approach people or anything like that but maybe there's somebody that's in the audience that's listening that may have connections and you know i don't know maybe somebody can get to the bottom of it and we can create like an energetic field of you know getting these children out of these situations or at least i don't know um but i just feel like it's i want to do it i want to do this i've had rooms about sex trafficking on here before i've had experts you know about sex, sex trafficking and i at the time i wasn't thinking about it in this context you know and this is the context now but i think we just also need to be while trying to describe how horrendous these things could be we just need to be careful about making it like a um where we describe in the acts you know what i mean you know because that's that's it's just that's just disturbing you know i just think we need to find a code and ways to say things that doesn't directly say okay this baby was on tape. Oh my God. Like I can't even say it. Like I just was listening. I heard, I was like, Oh my God, let me go, you know, back in, into the room and say something. And I know you didn't mean it that way. So don't worry about it. I'm just saying, it's just framing the conversation as we move forward. And as we do these rooms, you know, picking up again on Monday. Yeah. So that's it. That's all I wanted to share guys. Thanks. With that being said, I have a question. Cause like I've been, you know, coming into these rooms and trying to stay updated on the case and everything. But, and it's been a little, it's been wearing down on me a bit, like not becoming burdensome, but just, you know, it's a little triggering. Um, other than just talking about it and staying updated on what's going on, are we, is there a plan for the collective to like, what, do you know what can be done with all of us and like, you know, our intentions to just like stop this and like, is there like a petition we can sign or like, is there a collect an organization that we can well, I mean, not there's there's not a plan, okay? There, I, I'm just going to be honest with you. There's not a plan to stop this. Um, my plan is awareness. That's my plan. And so, when awareness, like shining light into the shadows and into the darkness, because let's just be honest, most people are walking around and they're zombies. They're sleeping. People think that you know whatever is told to them on television, the way that the, the world that's been crafted to them is what the world really is and it isn't you know what i mean so i mean my purpose is just to provide the information and it will be up to each individual listen a few powerful people or people that were connected to powerful people have been in this room since we started doing it last sunday you know what i mean so clearly what that says to me is there may be other people that's listening that may be powerful as well they may be in the audience they may be in a burner and and so they may think listen like our voice, this is not a futile attempt, you know? Um, I sh they may have more power to affect things or, or whatever, and they may feel more um, emboldened, you know, because people are thinking about it, people are talking about it, people are trying, the average people like us are trying to get to the bottom of this. Um, so this is, this, this room is strictly for awareness on what this is and awareness for your own world for your own consciousness so that you know you're able to see that and not have a, a naive place of um existence in this world to know that there there are very dark things that are happening that you should know about 
because nobody thinks about it until it happens to their family or their child, you know, um, or somebody that you really care about. Yeah. But children are being and, and, and being put into this world all the time. The things that I've heard and um, listened to, um, death is better than the things that these children have to endure. Yeah, I would. Like I just add something. That's I would come out of. Close. Hold on one second. I, I just wanted to add because I don't want to get off that tangent of trying to, you know, what's the solution? I do believe, as Lisa said, awareness is, you know, key because that's what informs your perspective on situations that you you see, what you're watching on the news, how you're interacting with family and friends, the things you choose to ignore, the things that you'll now be able to second guess, you know, with a different kind of eye. And, you know, something that struck me about, I think, Tamise, if I'm saying your name correctly, um, your the solutions that you gave, they were solutions like, you know, signing a petition or um, an organization. And both of those things to me are solutions that they've told us like in the media and um, they've like given to us, but how far have we gotten with those solutions, right? To me, those things take away the personal power that each of us have within ourselves to make the difference because it's us that gives these people power. It's us that, you know, tunes into their mediums and their media and their, their, um, we, we buy their products and we, we, you know, we're a part of the network because of the fact that we just, a lot of us don't know. And if we knew what we were buying into and what we were a part of, we would choose differently. So I just want to say, I think a lot of it has to do with just being aware and making different and more informed decisions. Um, hey, this is Queen Can I get in the queue? I, yes. Can Jen go? I did, uh, um, cut her off. Thanks, Bree. Mm -hmm. No, you're right. I just wanted to quickly add to what Lisa was saying and what the lady asked. Um, there's a lady on Clubhouse. Her name's Medusa. She's from New Zealand. And about four weeks ago, she started a movement called LOKA, L-O-K-A, called um, Leave Our Kids Alone. And so they've started this movement in New Zealand and us guys in Australia have now caught on to it and we're, we're going to run with it as well. And we literally was uh, two nights ago talking about, um, you know, putting together a viral video that we can use. And so it's going to address, uh, you know, the vaccines um, as, you know, the leave our kids alone there. But our bigger agenda or the bigger agenda will be the pedophilia and the human trafficking. And, uh, the movement that she's created in New Zealand is they go and buy little teddy bears, you know, little plush toys from like the thrift stores. So no buying new product um, that, you know, feeds the China supply machine, but buying ones that have been handed in because they once were loved by children and putting the hashtag loca around their necks. And then they're just, uh, you know, like little tags around onto the, onto the little teddy bear and then they're pinning them in locations that people see a lot for example she put a whole lot of them in a traffic island so there was a whole lot of leave our kids alone and the loca hashtag 
And so uh, that's how far as she's come. And it's a movement that every individual can play a role in. And the teddy bears, you know, with the local hashtag can go anywhere, um, even in the front window, you know, of your home or in your letterbox. And so it's, it's a real grassroots kind of concept. And that's why we've picked it up here in Oz and our freedom movement people, you know, we're all going to run with it. So if that's something you guys are interested in, either just... Um, drop me a back channel message or if you want to find Medusa, um, you know, she's in New Zealand, she's the one that started it all. But we're meeting this week, this coming week, this new week, we're going to meet to just brainstorm out further how we can make this into a global movement. That's it. Thank you. I just wanted to suggest, if you don't mind, I just wanted to suggest also to not only coming into these rooms to discuss the issue, but we can use our power if we're, you know, the intention is pure. We can use our power to, like, pray for these children or just send out the intention for this to to stop as much as possible. That's just my little. Hello. Hello, everyone. Yeah, this is Queen Goddess. Um, am I able to, to, to hop in? Because I know this has been, you know, a lot, but I definitely yeah. want to quite a few. All right. Greatness B Tribe, thank you so much for the space. Uh, Lisa, Greatness B, and everybody else, y'all know us all love. Um, most definitely wanted to say, um, it's been a few things that were stated. First thing, um, the reason why to to comment on what uh, Marcelo has stated in reference to the, uh, the video, um, and then I'll get into some things after that. Um, the reason why they have to put it online is because it's called... Um, it's called giving notice, you know, putting them on notice, right? It's putting putting everyone on notice, right? Because um, although we all believe that there are uh, these man-made laws that are correlating and coordinating our existence right now, um, it, it's actually not. It's actually universal law that is uh, correlating a lot of these things right now. So they know that in order to skirt karma um, for the crimes that they've committed, um, they have to partition the heavens to believe that they've given due, ju due justice to the situation. So they'll say, oh, we put it out there. They know about it. So we're not in the wrong. They, you know, they, they watched it. They're, you know, they're feeding into it. They love it. You know, they'll say some shit like that to try to get over their karma. Right. Um, secondly, um, in reference to like the, uh, the sensitivities, I, I feel like personally, um, you know, the sensitivities is the reason why a lot of people are not getting justice for these crimes that are being committed to them, if that makes sense. You know, um, because it becomes such a taboo subject. It's like some people are so gung-ho about being, like, openly explicit about it, which, I mean, I can understand can, can be triggering. But a lot of the issues that we're having as a collective is not coming together to actively heal um, the past life traumas or the current life traumas that we have made, we may have faced, you know, and... and um, I think um, over um, um, over sensitive um, over um, what is the word over like pretty much put, yeah like putting putting barriers on on um, on content I, I believe um, is one of the ways that they're is they're utilizing um, utilizing our ability to to kind of stay stuck you know in a sense because it's like once you get to a certain point nobody wants to talk about it anymore you know. But if we're really going deep into like this thing and we look at the media and what's happening right now, we're, we're talking about um, organ harvesting and trafficking, things like that. And China, as uh, has been stated, has been one of the leading um, places that are organ that are organizing these uh, these these things around the world. 
um, they were the ones that came out and said, well, we have to kill these babies. You know, you got population control. You can't have so many babies. Nobody's asking where all these organs are going to. Nobody's asking where all the organs from these from these children, you know, that have been taken out of here due to those heinous crimes are going. But we're looking at and everybody's and excuse me, I hope this don't get too politically sensitive, you know, but. A lot of people are really gung-ho about the LGBTQ agenda. You get what I'm saying? And if you ask me personally, I have no disrespect for anybody that's in that. But with the with the push of that, it has led into more of these crimes that are that are being done. We're so we're talking about men having uteruses now. Where these uteruses coming from? You get what I'm saying? And 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 different things like that. Women all out here getting um, ass shots, breasts done, all this stuff. Where are these cells coming from? You know what I'm saying? Like, where are these, where, where are these uh, organs that our women that are getting hysterectomies, where are they going to? You know, these babies that are being, um, that are being, uh, you know, taken out of the wombs for, you know, um, uh, procedures and things like that. Where are they going to? Where are these cells going? They're literally um, organizations that get each fragment of, of, of particle from you whenever you're donating your body to science in those, in those capacities. Um, but I don't believe that there is a coincidence that the entire push for, you know, um, transhumanism in a sense, I got just read an article the other day that said robots can procreate now due to like some type of frog. Uh, they were able to utilize cells from a frog to be able to have uh, robots regenerate. You get what I'm saying? So we're looking at, um, the ability to push women out of the equation, you know, and, and in a completely father, son, quote unquote, Holy Spirit essence of the way that they inverted the, the Holy Trinity, you know, where it's supposed to be, it takes a man and a woman to make a baby, but they've pushed the women out so much that they've had to go through these methods and these tactics to be able to um, keep um, society at a point where though they feel as though they don't need women. Um, secondly, getting into, um, getting into the longer term aspects of everything that is happening. Um, once the, they have, they have robot companions and all these things, you know, we're, we're looking at are, are humans even going to be uh, necessary, you know? And then the fact that we're still, a lot of people are still calling their children kids, which are baby goats still pushes into their agenda for the Baphomet, which is everybody's a goat, 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 you know, um, greatest of all time, which is definitely not the greatest of all time, you know, in a sense of um, aesthetically, everything that is Baphomet and or goat and or Lucy um, is tied into their satanic uh, matrix, you know? Um, and if we're talking about going into like actual progression, we have to recognize these triggers and these cues and know that, um, Everything that you donate to science is going to be used against you, you know, in, in a sense. So, you know, just kind of staying into a position where though you're comfortable having conversations with not only yourself, but your children. I mean, like in depth, you know, if you have to. Um, many that know me know that um, I've had to deal with that, you know, that situation with me and my tribe just this year. You know, I found out a lot of shit and it was devastating, but I couldn't be I couldn't I couldn't bite the sugar cube on that one. I couldn't have that sugar coated. You get what I'm saying? So you know, um, and it helped me heal. And it also helped me, you know, build up, you know, my mission to be able to teach, you know, others about those things um, in reference to like red flags and things that we can do as a community. But we have to realize that everything that we see on TV right now is literally is literally the opposite of what we should be doing. Um, and if we do notice uh, videos or something like that have been stated previously, 
um, you know, don't be afraid to, you know, make awareness, but also protect your peace and your space, you know, know that um, your energy is what's being used, you know, and if you put your energy into it, it's definitely going to manifest faster into this realm. Um, I think I'll land there because there's a lot of other things that I can say, but I do have, I did have a phone call in the middle of that. Um, but I definitely uh, would love to hear your, um, input tribe and definitely I appreciate, you know, the space is always great. Thank you, queen. That was a great ad. You know, I, I have happened to agree with you. Um, I'm in between here cause I'm a person that's extremely sensitive and I can't tolerate listening to extreme details about children being hurt or, you know, taken advantage of or people for that matter, animals for that matter, you know, but I do agree that censorship is a huge problem. And I know it's going to get worse because as we continue to follow China's lead, I do believe we will eventually be a part of a social credit system, probably globally, um, if it gets there, you know, but I do believe that's where things are headed. And um, ah, girl, we're shutting that shit down. Don't speak that into the room. I don't want to speak it. <laughs> okay. But you know, the, it, okay, let me put it like this. It looks like that's the agenda, right? Let me, yeah, sure. Let me be more precise with my words. Um, so, you know, I do believe it's important to name a thing a thing and to call it out. And, but yeah, like you guys say, there is powers in, in power in words and giving energy even to this discussion, um, you know, gives it life to a degree. So I, I do understand both sides. Um, and I do appreciate that ad queen, the floor, you know, the mic has the floor. Can I add something? Sure. I'm Lady sure. Jane. <clears throat> I came up because, um, I was really appreciative that Lisa stopped the description because I'm an overcomer of domestic violence all my life and standing against violence against women and children from the time I was a little girl and I'm 67 now. And, and as much as I've cried out first, it was ignored. You couldn't even, you couldn't even talk about it. There was nobody that was your ally. For those of us that were abused, we, we got allies and we got, we got some exposure and other people started bringing their stories out. And then we started helping women out of trafficking and now their stories are out. And so it's been a collective effort, but never in my life would I see that believe that I would see what I've been seeing in the last couple of years as this whole underground pedophilia movement in our government hiding what's been going on by the biggest and the most elite um, and what they've been doing to children and China and all the things that we've been talking about. But there's also... We need that awareness. We need to know what's going on so that we can stop it because some of it, it's just so horrific for anybody that has a, a, a heart at all. Uh, it's so horrific and it's so demonic that, that uh, we cannot look at it. And I don't even know that if we take some of the things that we've seen that's come through the, the back channels and the, uh, the web, 
you know, to share with one another. If if once it's found on your, your on your information, can you be in trouble for pornography? Because there's so much of it and it's so hideous and yet there's people on twitter like legend's wife that for years was speaking all this junk on there and then just can delete her file and suddenly she's a good girl and so the thing that i want to address too is this power of speaking okay one of the things is, is if you're a person of god you know and you believe in the kingdom of god and 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 you're you know and i'm not spreading religion but it talks about you know the word and the word was made the word was made and the word was spoken so we do have a power in our tongue and if you look at what the media does it's constantly telling us what they want us to believe to their agenda we have got to speak the opposite. We have got to speak what we believe is true, what we want to see happen, what God tells us in our hearts and our spirits. Because th there's a thing in the in the Word that says that that God prophesies; He spoke it into existence, and He doesn't do anything without telling His prophets. That's the same in the demonic world, except. People are so afraid in the in in the opposite in the kingdom of God world or or the righteous world or the world that wants to be good or the world of, of light. They're so afraid to speak the power of light into the world and tell um, tell people that it doesn't have to be this way. We can change the world and we can change it by our own tongues. I used to be because of the violence in my life. I used to say this is the truth. This is the truth, and this is why it's the truth, because I saw it with my eyes, all this violence and all this bad stuff happening to myself. And I had this Christian friend that said, but that's not what God says. That's not what God says. And you've got to change your tongue to change your atmosphere. And it took her years of walking with me to change what I believed was truth, to create a new truth in my life that wasn't all of that negativity and energy coming at me. And, and, it, and, and there's parts inside of the word that say, you know, those things have come upon me because that's what I dwelled on, you know. So that's, people nowadays talk about mindset. You know, if you dwell on the bad things, it comes to you. But in relationship to this evil that is in the presence of us all, we have got to identify it, but we cannot dwell on it. What we've got to dwell on is the solutions to the problems to stop the evil that the demonic is exercising against women and children. It's the mandate from the beginning of time that women would be, you know, chased by this enemy in, in God's kingdom. If you don't believe in that, that's your, that's okay. I, but I'm just telling you what I see as it's been an agenda all along. It's no different from the beginning of time. Women have been silenced, had their hands over their mouths. They, they've been used, abused. But those of us who can get healed, we can go back in and we can show the others the way out. And what we need are more healed people because as these young children and as these girls and women come out of trafficking, out of these places of darkness, they have got to have a different way than to dwell on it, to find hope in this world, to be able to make a life for themselves. So with that, I just want to interject and I want to say thank you so much for not having us have those examples put in our heads, in our minds to sleep on. We should never be sleeping on that stuff when we go to bed or watching it before we go to bed. 
We should be very careful of what we watch and see, even knowing that it's happening. And once we know, we don't need to know all the gory details of what they do. I don't want to see any of the sexual perversion that's going on out there. I don't care if it's husband and wife or men and men or any of it. I don't want to see it because that's not what my world is is about. And my world is about helping and healing and not promoting or, or even discussing sometimes the abuse. And I know it has to be talked about for us to be able to move forward, but we've got to be careful about the words we speak. So that's all I have to say. I'm Lady J. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, I want to just tap in on that, not to... Not to be uh, religious, because I'm I'm not religious, but you know they they say that in the beginning, uh, you know, God was the word or whatever they say. <laughs> so what we speak comes to manifestation. So we want to speak positivity, peace, and healing, up, especially in these type of spaces. So thank you for that ad, and and I hope that you um, continue to heal and be that great example for other young women. Hey. I um am this is Queen Goddess and um is it okay um if I if I speak um just I, I what Lady Jane has stated mm -hmm. um was was impactful as well as um the previous um speaker as well do you mind Yeah sure go ahead Thank you um so I just want to say you know with all that um knowing you know that the word is is our truth you know and that it's also our covenant you know I just want to you know um, wish divine life, you know, to everyone because, you know, truly, and I, I'm not like y'all can see, like, you know, check out my backstory, you know, whatever the case might be. I'm not here to, you know, push like religion or spirituality. I'm, I'm here just to govern, you know, a sense of peace and, and ethics within everybody knowing that like we're literally all fully embodied and, and capable of creating such amazing um impactful realities not only for ourselves but for generations to come and every time that we heal something that has hurt us we are literally healing 12 generations forward and back so i deeply encourage you all you know if there's anything that has triggered you in this conversation or anything that you notice that you want to see changed in this world i'm i'm almost a hundred percent certain actually not even a hundred i'm i'm a hundred percent certain that if you see it in your mind and you can focus on it, it doesn't matter who goes against it. It doesn't matter what anybody has to say. People are going to come up and they're going to try to take you out of your power. They're going to try to negate your story. They're going to try to make you feel as though you're inadequate or incapable of taking care of what you need to take care of to be better for yourself. But as was stated, we need more healed people because healed people do not hurt people. They understand the cycles that people have to go through in order to ascend. Ascension meaning to get to their higher state of consciousness, you know, and be able to like um, change this world for the better. You know, if everyone's head is clogged up with uh, media drama and different things like that, or everyone's opinions, or if everyone's out here wasting their sacral power, aka their sexual energy and things like that, then there will constantly be a tug of war between higher and lower self within people, you know, because the entities that come in, they're coming in through the sacral house, you understand, they're coming in through the uh, through the crown chakra, you know, and and if you're not aligned properly, 
um, it will yield you into a position where so you may feel like you're having demonic attacks on you. You may actually be linked with these things or be put into a position where you're uh, in the midst of it, you know, and um, as was stated, like I'm, I know for a fact that your word is your bond and in, in spirit and in truth. So I encourage you all, if you know something, say something. If you feel as though you need uh, support, you know, with coping, there is a tribe there for you. You, Everyone has a, you know, has has uh, divine help and assistance. All they have to do is, is manifest it, you know, speak your intentions and make sure that they're pure at heart and always be unconditionally loving. Even to those, even to those that have done wrong, I'm telling you, like, we're looking at these people like, um, Maxwell and all these things like well how they did all these things to these kids we'll never forgive them the fact that us as a collective choose to hit will choose to forgive them will allow us a space of peace to be able to lift that tension off of our gridlock if that makes sense I'm trying to say you know in a way that we all feel it but our heart chakras have to be clear. We have to be unconditionally loving because everybody has a purpose. You know, without tragedy, there can never be rejoicing because if you've never gone through something, you can never understand what it means to get over or through something and be happy with that. So I, you know, I, I trust that we're in a position now and I'm so thankful for um for the for the creators of, of of this space and those that have shared light within this space and even those who are resonating with these messages because you're a part of the divine mission work and whether or not you want to call it divine anytime you choose peace and 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 acceptance of all things you're choosing the better the embetterment of everyone in the collective because where you heal others will too and even if they don't they'll see that you're so happy in your pace in your place of peace that they may just choose to you know so i thank you all just for being a part of this you know and and for myself i'm, I'm speaking from the heart you know always and um thank you you know i'm complete now i will i will leave that there but i just want to say thank you thank you anyone else Yes, um, I would like to speak. If, if sure. I, um, I actually uh, just had an incident that just happened to to me, and I actually was a witness. I'm also a survivor, also uh, a kid survivor, a teenage survivor, uh, so a woman survivor. Period, and um, I just had to witness a man who tried to linger two women into the bathroom. And I'd seen him call him over to him and I'm looking and I'm like, he's nodding his head to come into the bathroom. Now these girls are not only about, I, I know both of them, they're uh, one is 17, one is 18. And uh, they work at the store. Uh, and I'm looking again and he needing his head and I and I told him, yeah, I said, "Look, Mama, you see him over there? He nodded his head again, and then he went into the bathroom. And I told him, I said, okay, he come out either end. Get your phone out. I got my phone out. I said, we're going to get him. We're going to get him on because somebody's going to know his face today. So uh, I was looking for security. I said, security is usually around here. Uh, and as soon as I said that, security popped out. 
And she was like, that's not security. I said, yes, it is. That's security because she's new. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Not she. He's new. And uh, I told the security, I said, this man right here just tried to linger these two workers into the bathroom. And he's like, where did he go? I said, in the bathroom. He's, and, and I said, well, it's two doors. And that's what I don't like it because it's a truck stop, too. Um, and it's a long sort of racetrack. Um, I told him, I said, he's going to try to go out the other door. He knows we're waiting for him. So uh, he went to the side. He said he's seen him open the door, but he, he closed it because he's seen security because he didn't know security because he didn't look like a regular security. It kind of disguised himself now. And so he came through that door we was at, and I had my phone ready. And I asked him. At first, I was like, you know what? Do, you know, you ask yourself, do you want to put yourself in, into this? But this isn't what I'm supposed to do because I wish somebody would have did it to me. I wish somebody would have helped me out when I was screaming, when I was yelling. So I didn't, I, I, I didn't need to think about it. I needed to do it. So I had my phone already out, Zoom, when he came in. And I was like, dude, what are you doing? Oh, I was just, I was just being nice. No, you don't be nice. I posted the video up and I don't care. I posted it up on my Instagram. I don't care. We got to stop being scared to care. We got to stop being scared to care. Because I wanted him to see that you're not going to get away with it. Powerful. Powerful. And me being a child, been abused many times. Innocent. Being a child, being abused through the school system. This is our duty as women to help our young. And don't think it's just young women. That's why I had to tell a sister that just came in. I said, don't think it's just young women. It's all women. She's like, oh, my 17. I said, what about yourself? You know, it didn't got darker out here. So they liking this. The time zone has changed. So they liking this. This is their feeding time. And the young women are just trying to work. But sometimes these stores are not doing their job to help secure the workplace for them. All I see is children running the whole complete store. Now, I've been going to that store for three years. And I, everyone I see that get hired, I make sure they I, I say something. It took them a whole seven months to get security at this big racetrack. I need y'all to call the racetracks and complain. They should have security at every store, morning, noon, and night, every shift. They got the money. But you want people to come and work there, and you're hiring our babies. But you ain't going to, you're not making sure they're secure, they're safe. I had to stay there to make sure they got in the car. I ain't even told her. I said, you got that parking knife? They just said, yeah. I said, well, how you get? She said, the Uber. I said, don't even trust that. I hate to say it, but you got to put, not fear, but to let them understand, don't let your guards down from nobody. Because I seen them with my own eyes. I didn't see the white van sit out there, parked, knowing it. So I'm just telling you guys, yeah, we got these trials, but we got trials that's right in front of our faces every day. 
I yield. Thank you, sisters. Powerful. Thank you. Very powerful. Can y'all hear me? Yes, we can. Oh, okay. Thank you. Um, I I just wanted to say, you know, thank you for sharing that, and you know, thank you for your courage and bravery in doing that. Um, I agree. It's like, you know, when I think about us speaking on these things, I feel like it's very important because you know, those children, it's like, we're their voice for the voiceless, you know, and for me, when I think of them, it's like, would they want us to be silent? <laughs> like, no, they don't. They want us to, you know, they're, they're, they're screaming out for help, and they're not heard, you know, so it's like, we have to be their voices. Um, so I know for me, I know I wasn't just put on this life just to live it for myself. I've always been um, since I was a little girl, it's always been in me to live for other people. Like I live for me, but I just, I know that I was here to be of service for others, you know? And, um, so I thank you. I just want to say thank you for sharing that and for what you did. And, um, yeah, when it comes to our babies, we have to protect them. Um, because you don't know who, and I'm talking about, it could even be family, and it's sad, but it's the truth. It could be even be family that you have to, you know, um, be careful with, you know. So I think the biggest thing in just knowing that is just always talking to your children. Always have that line of communication. Always make them or let them know that they're protected. <clears throat> let them know that no matter who or whatever ever makes them feel uncomfortable, you can come to me. I, I will not be upset. I will always have your back. I will always believe you. You know, a lot of times kids don't feel like they're going to be believed. They're like, hmm, is my mom or dad going to believe me over an adult? And so they choose to stay quiet. You know, so we have to let them know, adult or not, I believe you. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Thank you, Yoli. I also wanted to add not just your own children, but others, your friends, your family, the people that you care about. We all have a responsibility to, you know, be the example that we want to see, you know, and some, some kids may not feel comfortable reaching out to their parents. They may not create the same space that you, Yoli, or, or other people in the room may create for their children. So just being able to be that person that you feel that children, women, men, even, you know, everyone can reach out to because this affects everyone. Um, actually, I'm so glad that you brought that up and I wanted to jump in <clears throat> just because I want to share something, a really quick story. Um, I'm so glad that she brought that up because I used to babysit, you know, a child and I'm, of course, I'm not putting out any names, anything like that. Um, but I just noticed things, you know, and I just you just pick up on things and that's the thing is like a lot of times we get so distracted with life that we don't pay attention we don't observe to little things you know and so like I said I was uh, you know watching someone's child for them so I was having even more care because you know I wanted to make sure that you know they were always okay and I just picked up on some stuff and you know, one day he did something and I decided to ask a question that wasn't necessarily intrusive or out of line, um, just, you know, a natural, you know, a normal question. And he ended up, you know, 
telling me a lot more. You know, kids, sometimes they, they overtell, you know? And so when he did that, I automatically was like, let me call his mom. I was like, you know, let me not dig, you know, dig anymore because that's not, I know that I don't want to disrespect the mother and keep, you know, but I was like, let me call, you know, and I just told him, I said, hey, I, you know, what you just told me, um, be brave, you know, tell your mom, like, it's going to be okay. And sure enough, like, you know, she was like, thank you so much because she was like, I didn't know, you know, and we all three, you know, sat down and, you know, he ended up, you know, talking to his mom, but it's just like M said, it might not even be our children. It might be other people's kids. So thank you. Alrighty, y'all. So I'm trying to get, I mean, we, it's not like we went totally off topic, but I did want to get back to Killing and, um, you know, some topics that we had brought up and didn't explore as much earlier. Someone had mentioned the actor from Passion of the Christ um, making statements about adrenochrome. I'm sorry. You speaking about Mel Gibson? No, I thought that too. No, I, uh, his name is Jim Cavizel. Cav I'm not sure if I'm saying his name correctly. He's the uh, main actor. Um, I think so it's Cazell. I'm, Cazell. I think it's Cazell. He's got a movie coming out. Oh. Or it's already out on, on okay. something. Well, it has a V in there. It's it's hard for me to um, pronounce. I'm not really sure. I've never heard his name completely before. Um, it has a V in there, so I don't know. Um, but yeah, so I'm trying to get that clip so you guys can hear what he has to say. Um, I'm also finding some other interesting things he said. So I'm queuing that up and hopefully we can get the conversation going. But until then, someone else can speak, hopefully on the room topic. Thank Hey Bray, this is uh, Queen Goddess. So, and my um, one second, love, get a bottle of water. Um, my my question is, um, do you all find it like like really really a big coincidence or not? The fact that literally these are all the same names that pretty much like Cappy was mentioning all the names that a lot of people were mentioning, and if um, you really go back and you look at um like the last couple years, even the queen, um, quote unquote queen in England, you know, she ain't really too, I'm going to just leave that there. But everyone has been, um, everyone has literally been under, um, under investigations for these crimes against humanity. You understand? It seems like now that we're finally in a position where as though, um, like Maxwell is out, they even had it with the media stating that, oh, it's going to be too, uh, too much, too much intense information given. I'm like, is it going to be too much intense information or is it really about to be like a whole cover blown? Because like literally, if you think about it, the amount of people that have um, pretty much already gotten themselves into a lot of trouble because of these things, people have paid billions upon billions of dollars to keep these things hidden. You know, um, do you all think that it will be like an issue where so we're talking about a total uh, world governmental system collapse? And that's the reason why they're really trying to, you know, keep this trial like quiet in a sense with like the new variants and all the things that they're going to come out with to try to deflect um, because already Obama has been named, you know, like um, Clinton has been named. Um, we know like the Queen of England, she's not on there, but she's got her own personal stuff going on right now due to the pretty much the exact same thing, you know, um, and these are all contracts. We're talking about contracts that are about to be broken, you know, like, um, 
I, I just don't think it's any coincidence. Like, and then we talking about wasn't remind um bring out bring our girls home. Wasn't that doing like the Obama administration? And yeah. It really got me thinking, like, you do. What if they was really out there yep. with these girls doing? Yes, that? I was thinking that the other day. I, I just wanted to add in absolutely this means the collapse of all of society like everything the the, the government um the, you know the, even the, <laughs> i have i have something i'm putting together that I'd, I'd like to share with everyone but um i've made a lot of connections especially since amanda came in and and it's great that you brought that up because um you know i know we keep going to amanda eliash but it's just, I can't believe she came in the room that first day and she was, the first thing she said was, I know Maxwell very well. I know her very well. She kept saying that. And then she tried to be like, oh, well, I don't really know her like that. But she, that's the first thing that she said. So she wasn't lying. And so in my research with that, um, you know, there's a man named John Mappin who uh, nominated Amanda to Clubhouse um, I found out that John Mappin is a part of a family who has owned um, Camelot Castle since the 1700s. And what I found out about his family is actually that they give the royal titles to the members of the British uh, royal family. They are the ones who decide. Um, so it goes it goes very deep. This is the collapse of, of society, and it does connect, obviously, to certain presidents and... and um, you know, it, it, it is a lot. It's a very heavy topic. So just, yeah, it, and that's why they don't want this out because they don't want people to piece together probably what I and some other people have pieced together just from being in these rooms. So, um, yeah. Yeah. But, um, it's you know, out there. It's out there. There, it, it's, it's so available to us if you're willing to go down and not watch mainstream and look at the other people that are presenting material. It's been out here for about four or five years now. Trump started right away. The first one of his EOs was um, a going after human trafficking and bringing things. He said he came to clear the swamp. And that's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with people who have been colluded together to do human trafficking. Human trafficking. Our babies take all the endochrome and all this stuff with Hollywood. The movies have been telling us what's going on. And and if one person came out and they figured it out, then they got they got taken out over and over again. Nobody could come out and tell what they knew because then they'd be they disappear. There's a collective act of of righteous people, or I'm not going to say they're all perfect, but there's people that are trying to fight this and bring it all to the public eye because the public has not been aware. They've been listening to the puppets on all these mainstream uh, propaganda machines, and they've not been willing to look at what's been happening. I mean, when I cried out for the, the things that I've cried out over the years, I lost my life doing trying to stop domestic violence and violence against women. I lost my creative dreams because I could see what was going on. Once you've been abused, you know who the liars are. But you can't do anything about it until we're collectively on the same page and we all stand up and say, no more. I will not comply. I'm not buying into your junk anymore. This stops here. This stops now. Just like our sister on here who said, I'm not going to let this creep that's in the bathroom go ahead and take advantage of these girls. I'm going to stand here. There's people 
in the United States that allowed a woman to be raped on a on some kind of a public transit while everybody was there and not a person did a thing. That's got to stop. It's got to stop. And that's why we're all learning about this when they're keeping it hush hush. I mean, look, they put the guy on in, in Wisconsin on what, uh, what that's guy Rittenhouse. How many days did we see his trial? Blast, blast, blast in front of the public eye. And we don't see anything about Giswell's um, trial out there. I mean, what is going on that they have so much power that we can't see what's going on with the biggest case in, in history? Well, I'd like to add um, just really quick to that point. Um, so I, I think you all remember the uh, 2008 financial collapse. So I have found reason to believe that that was based on, um, in 2008, Jeffrey Epstein actually pleaded guilty um, and was convicted um, for procuring a child for prostitution. Um, so I have reason to believe that because of that and his ties, that, that that led to the financial collapse in 2008, and it is inevitably leading to this financial collapse. Now, they had like a little warning back then, um, and and that's, from my interpretation, like, um, that's why uh, this whole COVID thing has been so big, is to um, distract people from what's really going Hey, um, this is about the whole situation. I was just going to say, um, I'm, I'm going to be I'm heading out a little shortly. I, I was just going to say that what's crazy about that is like that it should have been nipped in a bud then when it happened. I think it was, yeah, um, like Em said, I forget what year. Was it 2008 you said? Um, it should have been nipped in the bud then, but like the government was obviously in on it as well, unfortunately. Um but I wanted to say that the thing with Epstein, he was so calculated that, you know, one of the, um, you know, victims um, or survivors of it, uh, Virginia, she spoke on how, you know, she was trafficked to a lot of people and, you know, a lot of royalties, a lot of the elite. And it was literally for leverage. It was for, um, I, you know, for Epstein to say, I have something on you. You know what I'm saying? So this goes really, really deep. You know, um, I just wanted to throw that out there. That was, um, Yolanda, this is Queen Goddess, definitely. Um, you're absolutely right. It has been a calculated art of war. We're talking about chess. They say ch chess versus checkers. Everybody that's watching the media is pretty much being coaxed into a game of checkers when everything has literally been chess. Because even if we look at like the Obama administration, he's on there too, like we, we mentioned that he's on there, right? But what we're also not mentioning because people really don't want to say too much about the LGBTQ. And I'm telling you, I have no issues with anybody. I'm unconditionally loving all the way around, but I must state facts where facts gotta be stated. Obama is a gay man and Michelle, AKA Michael is a transgendered woman who was able to bear children through the art of womb transplanting and had the two babies. You get what I'm saying? Say as Venus and Serena are had, had womb transplants when they was born. The entire industry has kept off of men becoming women for the sake of uh, demonic uh, type rituals 
to trick people into believing one orchestrated event over another. Where whole time we're sitting here like, oh, Obama the first black president. Oh, are we ever gonna have a gay president? Like even Michelle, was it uh, that uh, Joan Rivers said? Oh, we already got our first gay president. Is is you feel me? Is 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 Barack? But because he's black or of melanated descent, people will say that. Oh no, how dare you go against X Y Z? It's like no. After Obama, and then even the whole uh, the the was it the, the the gay marriage became legal when Obama was in office. Okay, I knew that because at that point in time, you feel me, I was dabbling in my shit too. So you feel me, I knew about that. I was excited about that. But then looking at it, once I healed myself. I said, oh, damn, they had me. You get what I'm saying? They really had me thinking all this shit because all, like, you know, all this shit was cool. But then you look at the bigger scale. Like, now that it's out there, it's not anything taboo about it. Where are they getting these wounds from? That's what I'm saying. Every black woman don't have no cystic fibrosis. Every black woman don't need no hysterectomy. Every black woman don't need no tubes tied. They don't need none of that. But every time they opt in for these procedures, a piece of their genetics is cloned and or, pro or, or recreated to be able to create some type of chess player for them to put on these boards. Not even to mention the clone banks. Where they gonna get the, when they get this um when they get these these uh these 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 children and they do what they do to them and they already eat them and all that other crazy shit. These are deeply deeply, deeply satanic rituals that are used to open up stargates for things called like CERN and things like that. And we're talking about getting into like nuclear science. If you really crack this egg open as big as it could get cracked, oh, as it as big as it will get cracked open, because I claim that I, I want all this shit to air out. You get what I'm saying? I want I want everybody to accidentally leak their shit all at the same time so we can all see it real time because it's so much deeper than anybody will ever expect. And and then we're talking about the, the government organizations that cover this shit up. I know from personal experience, like I've never seen so much cover up, like until I, uh, until I realized that I was, it was some shit going on usually with the, the, the children of my, um, the, my father's, um, well, pretty much the, the, the other side of, of the people that I procreated with, right? They, their whole family is into that dark satanic shit. And I didn't find out until the motherfuckers started fucking with me and my kids. So I'm not children, see? Cause I gotta get out that, that mindset of saying children. I mean, kids, right? Children, we're saying children so we can get out that gridlock. But do you know, every time I went to go report it, these motherfuckers would lose the files, edit the files, would make it seem like it wasn't nothing going on. I'm like, yo, who do you call to pay these people off? Because me as a as a regular, you know, per person, I don't know who the fuck to call. Then you look at it like, damn, why would a judge or lawyers risk their 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 uh their their call? You know, their um their um paperwork. You feel me? Just to cover up something like that. And then you look at the bigger thing. Well. They was they was trafficking my fucking kids off the fucking people in in in, in courthouses and, and fucking organizations to get ranked. I'm like, yo, are you serious? That's the same shit they tried. My family tried to do with me when I was younger. I'm like, yo, are you serious? Like, you know, like the the depths of it. And we're talking about, um, like I stated, the 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 medical field specifically. Like we're talking about like Johns Hopkins and all these different programs. 
they have programs that will have you pretty much getting groomed without you even knowing it based off of mind control technology and different things like that. You know, so to literally say that, um, to say that the, this, this thing hasn't been um, orchestrated well is, is an understatement, you know, as was stated, um, as was stated, it's definitely been well thought of, but to be able to see the links, to see how they plan, you'll know how to be able to interject. So as was stated, I think um, um, Lady Jane stated that, you know, like it, it'll take all of us. No, it really won't take all of us to stand up and say something. All it really takes is that one person, you get what I'm saying? Because one person can know just the right people to be able to get into that ear. So, um, and make that move or put out that video and just make a change because you never know what somebody's heart is going to resonate with. Um, but like truly like, Shit is ridiculous. <laughs> and if you ask me, I feel like the list that they have for this trial, it has been edited because the, the real team, the real players that's on that list, I don't think they're even going to expose because they just got too much money for it. You get what I'm saying? To, to have their name put on it. They didn't have already paid off the people that they need to because it's happening on smaller scales. You know, recognize you what saw, the legs are. Queen, you saw where, excuse me, but you saw where um, Biden has come in and taken the judge and nominated her for a, a promotion and he's been all up and involved in this so all of a sudden the people that were witnesses are not witnesses anymore you see and all kinds of things have changed because and schumer's been involved in it too so um there's there they do not want this information to be exposed they do not want to be exposed that's why all of the distraction we've been watching and all of the things that we've seen that are distractions have come out to be false because they're throwing every bit of mud any which way they can to not be found out and seen for what they're doing exactly has, real quick um has anybody heard about one of the biggest court cases that was filed uh back in 2019 by a man named Cyrus A. Parsa on behalf of the entire world uh, against um, basically big tech and, and others. I have the link. Um, and if you guys would take a second to look at this, uh, it, it, I think it's about 50 something pages of um, information this man has compiled um, on different tech companies, different people involved in the tech industries and stuff like that. And all this boils back down to uh, human sex, uh, sex trafficking, human or organ harvesting and all of that. Everything is mentioned in this trial. And I, not a lot, not too many people that I know personally has heard about this trial. Um, it didn't get, get a lot of traction last year with the elections and the pandemic you know all that being we us being bombarded with all that stuff we i, I don't think enough people got the uh got exposed to it but i will send it to um brie I, I know she does her diligence i'm going to go ahead and send it to her uh you guys have been building and i it just you know it, it popped in my mind like oh wow i wonder if, if if you all have heard of this trial and um when i tell you when you get to reading these details the you this guy has uh, he, he, he did over um, a thousand different studies on big tech companies, 500 in America, 500 in China. He's um, he's uh, uh, interviewed over a hundred or so uh, organ um, harvesting victims. Uh, he, he spent over 
just about a year in China studying, you know, their 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 culture and stuff like that. He spent a couple months in the in the mountains with training with fighting Wudan monks. And uh, this man, I mean, from from what I'm getting from this, I mean, he has a BS in uh, uh, national security, and he he actually goes into telling uh, uh, his viewers that at one point he was going for his master's in uh, national security, and he had to go to a conference where they were basically um, supporting uh, pedophilia and uh, basically child abuse. And I'm sorry if I'm in a matrix, but um, they, they were in support of that agenda and he was not in support of it. So they um, they kicked him out of the program and he never got his master's, but he does have a BS in um, national security. And um, like I said, this man has done his diligence for over 20 years on different tech companies and China he, man when I tell you he put out all this information in 2019 like literally he wrote a book in 2019 called AI Danger to Humanity and I, I have this book I don't know why I never mentioned it to you all because this is just add on to our understanding but the things he described in his book with 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 such sophistication and uh, uh, man like he goes in on different tech companies as far as McVeigh Plus Plus, TikTok. Um, you you got the uh, Huawei. Um, so many different tech companies. Man, it's full of information that I, I believe. And I hate to interrupt you all. Y'all was building hard. It just came to me. But um, I'm gonna go ahead and drop that to whoever wants to you know read that document. If you would like to look at those uh, that 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 court case that he filed against um, big tech and. I think he got about 45 other John Doe's names like Biden, Obama, uh, Zuckerberg. Uh, 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 I can't think of the Twitter CEOs. Uh, I don't. I don't. I think he mentioned Bezos. He, he mentioned. He mentioned Elon, Dorsey. Um, yeah, he, he he's going at big wigs. And um, if anybody can remember. At the end of 2019, around the beginning of 2020, I know this is, I mean, we 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 catching on to the uh, the 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 repetition of this happening. It was a bunch of CEOs who stepped down back in in the beginning of January, uh, around uh, I mean, the beginning of 2020 in January, a bunch of CEOs stepped down from their um, positions right before you know this plant or the pandemic hit us, and. Um, I personally believe it was because of this court case, but seeing how it didn't, it didn't catch a lot of traction and momentum, it really didn't go anywhere, but it was definitely, uh, somebody definitely is out to expose these people. And it's not just the people that we're, we're, um, we know, we know today, like in the media and stuff is this man has been shadow banned. Um, man, I, I'll let y'all do your own diligence. If you like, if you would like to uh, look in the look into these documents, just hit me in the back chat. And um, I'm traveling right now, so once I get to my destination, I'll be sure to you know give it out to whoever's willing to um, take in that little information. But I know once y'all do, once y'all chew chew that up and uh, spit the bones out, y'all will come back with a lot of good topics and conversation and 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 more pointers. You'll be able to con connect more dots with this information. But without babbling on too long. I'll yield the mic to you. Uh, beautiful. Hey, Esquire, just what you were saying too, this is Queen Goddess, um, just real quick. Did you know that all the remain, like you say how, how China has all those like organs and stuff backed up? 
what do y'all think? Okay, I should say this. I should say on the outside of the clone bank, you know, side of things, outside of the adrenochrome side of things, outside of the ritualistic side of things, where do y'all think all of these cards are going? I know y'all recall videos from like, I don't know if anybody else is from like my era. I'm sure it is. At least it got to be at least 20 of y'all in here that's from, you feel me, the, the 80s. But um, there were so many movies about, oh, like when they when the mafia would kill somebody and they just grind them up in the day go in the meat just throw them in with the meat okay y'all i know y'all know people be falling into vets all the time in these movies you get what i'm saying and then they if you see them coming out as like hamburger and stuff like that but it's already been mentioned i've been saying this for over a decade like listen y'all i, I these things you can feel the vibration of human all over this meat right and you know, us, you know, feeling like we're gonna starve. We still subject ourselves to a lot of this shit, you know, but we get in this whole position where we may as a collective not. But even this year, or maybe was it late last year, they came out and somebody there were so many independent tests that were done, not only on the meat, but on the fish that they call fish and things like that. Come to find out this shit wasn't none of the stuff that they said it was. And my thing is, when did they stop calling when did they stop calling uh hamburgers um when they start when they stop calling when did they start calling cows beef you get what i'm saying when did cattle become beef and then if you look at the constitution and when we coming in on these death on delivery certificates that they call you know birth certificates or whatever the case might be we're classified as cattle you get what i'm saying so it's like hmm if they say it's cattle they could technically say well we told you it was from a cattle breed but we now call it beef you get what i'm saying so beef it is is beef is you know it ain't it ain't beef is not cattle nor is it human in the sense of in the sense of definition but it has been proven time and time again at least this year and and, and a few other years that these fast food restaurants are pushing out human meat mixed up in their stuff they already allow the, the, the fda already allowed horse meat to be added to it um almost a decade ago they already allowed um different types of um game meat to be added to it you get what i'm saying and then you look at how these videos of how they uh like in texas roping up you know with the with the horses and they got the like wild wild west and they roping up our our uh, melanated brothers and sisters you know on some type of border control type energy you like that's like cattle right there they telling you right there we it's all like you have to take on the subtle cues hey but queen this is not Queen, did you come up? Did you? I hate to interrupt you, but to add on, so you know, I'm, you building up hard. Um, I'm, I'm assuming you've seen the interview with Rabbi Finkelstein, and um, oh, when they was, say the sausages, yes, yeah, yes, ma'am, yes, okay, so yes, ma'am, yes, yes, Esquire, definitely. So, for those that don't, that are not, um, that are not aware, there was an interview. Um, as was stated by over, um, over about a decade ago, Johnny <laughs> said, like, pretty much you eat your enemies. He said, We eat the enemies. He said, Just like they say when Jesus, he said, Break your bread, you know, breaking bread and drinking blood or whatever the case might be. Um, as a remembrance of me, they said they're literally eating the meat of their enemies. So, if we know, quote unquote, as melanated beings or whoever that ain't in a, whoever's not a part of their orchestrated bullshit, they're considered their enemies, you know. So, they said this sausage meat. They call it sausage because technically, like, it's not a, it's, it's not, it's not from an, an, an original um, cattle source. In a sense, they mix a bunch of stuff up. But the breakfast sausage, said they put them in the breakfast sausages. They put them in the in the beef patties. And, and if you ask me, I've been saying for years it wasn't until 
I actually started eating meat again a couple years ago due to the fact that I was literally forced into eating it due to like fucking starvation because there was no readily available resources in my community because I was living in a highly, highly uh, urban area. You get what I'm saying? I'm going to just say the least. I don't want to call my, I, I stayed out there. You get what I'm saying? But I can't call, I can't disrespect the area because I learned a lot from it. But there was no resources out there. But it was always a lot of people going missing. You get what I'm saying? Meat always looking funny and shit like that. So even these local grocery stores are in on it, taking these body parts that are coming from the that are coming from the hospital, which the hospital was sending these 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 tenderloins to these fucking meat companies. You get what I'm saying? If they not growing it in their lab with your blood, because they do have kits now where you can take your blood and put it in this serum, and then it will turn into your own steak. It's called human steak. You can eat yourself. Now, they've been selling you for years and years and years, but if all of this comes out all at once, this whole case will literally break down not only the food industry, it will break down the entertainment industry, the government industry, and the the um the the um the the satanic um backings behind the entire government. We're talking about contracts being broken and everything being disestablished. If we all know that we all have contracts to the Crown Corporation, which is the Queen of England, and um, well, you know, the Crown Corporation is is governed by the Queen of England at this point. She's like the 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 lead officer, whatever the case might be, if you want to call it like contractual law type stuff. But we know for a fact that like like uh, people like um, what was it Gaddafi, um, uh, Osama bin Laden, and all these people, they've literally had their heads served on platters to these people. If this makes sense, and they will sit there and drink the blood out of their skulls, eat their eat their eat their flesh, like right there, like cooked or uncooked, they don't care. But this is how they expect us to be doing the same thing because without us feeding us today, eating. Wow. Well, uh, wait, wait, let her, well, let her finish, please. Eating our people as well, they will never be able to have the power over our minds. So they said, "Damn, all these people becoming vegan and vegetarian, and they waking up because the sun is shining brighter, is activating their DNA. What are we about to do now?" Oh shit, we're gonna have to find some technology to put into them so that we can take over where they can't see it. So MK Ultra was already established. They already knew from Hitler and the Nazi regime that there are psychic abilities. You can have psychic spies be able to, you know, send messages back and forth. And that DNA has um Bill Gates even said DNA is the is the greatest computer, supercomputer ever known to man. Period. If you can if you can make DNA proprietary, then you can literally run the whole world. The adrenochrome, they knew that because you get an essence of these of these children that's giving you power. So they said, all right, bet. Let's give them the food. We're gonna we're gonna take these these cells from all these people that we didn't kill. We're gonna hybridize them into animals. So all these chickens now that just being born all um got got like human DNA and stuff. And you can't tell me no differently because if you ever seen the turkey naked, you didn't you know that bitch look like a. a a half a half breed you get what i'm saying like so like i'm gonna I'm draw this short but just please like i i urge you if you feel it in your in your solar plexus that something ain't right about what you eating i can almost guarantee you that's your your innate dna you get what i'm saying telling you that something ain't right there so just do your research nothing is a coincidence or a conspiracy and what you find out may be the one thing, that one crazy thought that you might be scared to talk about may be the one thing to break this whole ship down. You get what I'm saying? So I appreciate y'all for letting me build, truly. I, I needed that. And um, greatness. Hi. Thank you. Are you from Baltimore? You know. 
Oh, okay. I'm in a DMV area myself, but I heard the accent. Accent. Um, Esquire, are you there? Did you have something to? Nope. Okay. Um, if nobody else has anything to add, I did want to play, um, that clip of the actor from The Passion of Christ, um, speaking on adrenochrome in Hollywood. So if nobody else has, Bree, anything can I ask you to send me that link? It, when you mm -hmm. get it, because I'm going to have to go. I'm going to listen to this, but then I'm going to have to go. I really appreciate you and your no room. Problem. No problem. Anybody else? Hi, yes. This is Miss Brown. How is everybody in the room? Good, good. Good. I just wanted to share something real quick. Um, it's actually an opinion of mine. I want to thank everybody for their, uh, for their input. And I just wanted to um, speak something that I was thinking about some time back. Now, I don't know how many people are familiar with uh, the Sophia and the um, Han, that whole corporation that is building these AIs. There was an interview where they had both Sophia and the male AI. And the two AIs started having their own conversation. But in the meantime, the male seemed the more aggressive, and he was stating about how he couldn't wait for the singularity. Singularity.net is an actual um, net, or I'm not sure exactly how they word it, but um, what it is, the singularity is what they're trying to say is that they want to connect all of us. Via, I don't know, chips, whatever may have you. Um, I don't know if that has any correlation with what they're trying to get us to do now, but it would make sense because when the Hans was saying that he wants, well, he can't wait for the singularity.net, meaning that everybody is going to be on one single network where they can actually read your thoughts and whatnot. Now, if I know anybody, and I know that there's always a backdrop to each story when it's this big and it's, you know, um, a big court case going on, in this case, pedophilia, and I don't know why I feel like there's some kind of connection with this case and pedophilia as maybe an excuse or a reason for them to say, well, this is the reason why we all have to get um, or, or be connected. This is why we all have to be connected on the one network because this way we can nip it in the butt before a pedophile even thinks about going after a kid or whatever. Um, we can catch him right away before he even makes an act. So, I don't know, this is my assumption. I'm just making a connection here. Um, that there's a possibility that perhaps they're going to use this case, being that it's so high profile, to go ahead and push their other agenda. Um, and I'm at my face. I just want to add real quick, uh, Singularity Net's actually a, a, a project being worked on in the blockchain space. 
in the AI functionality she was talking about is called GPT-3 for anybody who wants to research it. It's a linguistic AI. It's the most advanced linguistic AI that they've released to the public, and that's GPT-3. Thank you, brother, for that clarity. Alrighty. Um, if anybody else doesn't have anything to share, I will play the video of Jim. I don't know how to say his last name, y'all, but he's the star in um, Passion of the Christ, and he's speaking on Adrenochrome. So I'm just going to play it. Um, it's about four minutes, um, actually maybe three minutes or so long, and I'm starting now. Down there, staying children as we speak because they're pulling kids out of the darkest recesses of hell right now in dumbs and all kinds of places. Uh, the adrenochroming of children, the, I mean, look, we're, where we're at right now, uh, hopefully we need your prayers. This film is, when, when Tim Ballard came down to Bogota and we had about finished two thirds of it, I said, why did you pick me? And he said, well, they actually, they didn't want you, they wanted someone else, but um, uh, I said, well, I got to tell you, uh, I did this movie, Monte Cristo and the passion and about two thirds of the way through, I knew we were onto something that was phenomenal. And I said, I feel that with this film. And he goes, well, actually it was those two films that I saw. That is why I had to have you in this, in my film. So, um, sorry. No, Jim, you, you said, you said a word a minute ago, and I, I want to clarify what that word was, because you said a word, and yeah. I want to make sure that you said adrenochrome. Yeah. And a lot of people here, there's about 4,500 people here. There's yeah. uh, about a half million people streaming online. We're having some cyber attacks. That feed's been going on and off. It's it's a, But you said that word, and by yeah. the show of hands, who's heard that word before in this building? Could you please explain to the extent that you want to or not want to what that is because some people have never heard that before and we need to discuss that um essentially you have adrenaline in your body i'll just simplify it and and when you are scared you produce adrenaline uh if you're an athlete you get in the fourth quarter you have adrenaline that comes out of you if a child knows he's going to die uh his body will uh, secrete this uh, adrenaline um and they have a lot of terms that they use that he takes me through. But um, it's the worst horror I've ever seen is screaming alone, even if I never, ever, ever, ever saw it. Uh, it it's, it's beyond, and these people that do it, um, there'll be no mercy for them. Okay, I'll cut it off right there. Um, so again, that is Jim. I'm going to Cavazel, I'm not sure, um, speaking. And he also gave, he seems to be very, I have to look more into him because he seems to be religious um, and he seems to have some sort of mission. Um, and I want to play another clip of him uh, speaking on Fox News but I just wanted people's reaction from the clip that I just played. If I can get some speakers, that'd be great. If not, I'll move on to the second clip. Hey, Bray, this is uh, Queen Goddess. I'll just make a quick mention. So there's um, 
there's something called like the the twelve. There's something called royal blood, right? Royal bloodlines. There are uh, twelve tribes. You know, called like the twelve tribes of like Israel, different things like that. Um, very well when they do these like one on one, um, one on one, um, and is it one on one? I think that's the the DNA people and like an accessory kits. Um, even I believe the Mormons. Is it the Mormons that have? Um, that have the list of documentation, but they're literally tracking bloodlines from the time that they're born. So they know for a fact whether or not they're going to utilize you into like a survey at the time that you're born. As soon as they get a drop of your blood on that card, they know for a fact whether or not you're going to be a chosen quote unquote person in their society or not. Um, so as, as he said, he said, you know, like, I, I, you know, I wasn't, they said they weren't going to choose him, but I guess they looked at his blood and realized, ah, but your blood has the ability to be able to produce this type of adrenochrome, you know, in case, um, we do need this for some type of, uh, portal activation or whatever the case might be. Um, as I stated, they're using that to, um, to gather up the guard particle to be able to break out of the realm, um, that we're in because there's a Stargate in Antarctica, um, that's why it's the Antarctic treatment. The Ark of the Covenant, the Ark of the Covenant, is in Antarctica, and that's why all the covenant that has there's never been a covenant that has been broken in the Antarctic Treaty, because literally everybody's working together with all this adrenochrome to try to figure out the perfect combination of blood to be able to open up the Antarctic, uh, um, to be able to open up the Stargate in Antarctica and get out of the um, um, the realm that we're in, which they would say. Um, from biblical times, they called it Noah's Ark. You get what I'm saying? Noah's Ark, and they had like the the um, the dome that was placed over the energetic uh, gridlock force field that was put in to keep all the hatred outside of the other 33. Con- I mean, you know, from from going into the other 33 continents that is on the other side of the Antarctic uh, ice wall, which is governed by quote unquote the people who are has said to be creating who have created the bloodlines that are here in this uh, incubator that they call it, but. It was an interesting build, you know. I'm thankful that you did play that. Uh, hope this resonated with some, and it wasn't too like far fetched over the over the hill. But you know, that's um, that's an interesting uh, that's an interesting topic. I would definitely like that length, if possible. I would like to decipher it uh, a little bit deeper as well. Yeah, I, that was. Uh, no, I'm saying I'm complete now. Thank you. Lara. No worries. Um, so wow, you said a wealth of new information for me um if you have a link I, I definitely will send you this link but if you have a link to what you said about antarctica um you gave a lot of information that i know for a fact most people don't know and don't even know where to find because i've been trying to look up things about antarctica for a while now even yesterday and couldn't find anything so um Wow, just the fact that there's a gateway there, the fact that there's 33 continents on the other side. I mean, I got to know what's going on with that. And, you know, for me, um, I know there is something there, but I don't want to go off on that tangent. If you could just send that link. In terms of what um, Jim said in this clip, I do agree with you that they do study or they do track people's bloodlines um, from birth. So they know, you know, if like you're one of the people that they need um, to fulfill their uh, agenda. But in this case, I don't know if that's what he was speaking of. I interpret it it a bit differently. Like um, the reason why they chose him is because maybe they saw the other movies he had done um, and the the stories behind those movies um you know he does christian movies it seems so i 
think that's maybe why, but um, that was an interesting interpretation that you had, and I agree with a lot of what you had to say. Uh, um, just for a quick break, um, I think, honestly, that's the other part I forgot to put in, his ability to be able to harvest the adrenochrome due to his uh, innate abilities, if that makes sense. So it's it's people that are used for harvesting and it's harvesters, if that makes sense. So if you know for a fact that they know for a fact that they're not the bloodline, um, chosen bloodline, they're going to have to really, really act accordingly in order to be able to bring out the uh, essence of that adrenochrome in the chosen bloodlines, because it is a... Um, we know that it is an instinct, um, an instinctive thing for us to give out these chemicals, you know, but um, you have to be really, really um, aligned with a certain type of energy in order to be able to manipulate somebody out of that, that type of uh, power, if that makes sense. I have a question for you. So um, in terms of getting adrenochrome out of someone, that person that you're getting it out of, they have to be a specific bloodline. Is that what you're also saying? Or are you just speaking like in general, the people who are part of this agenda and getting the adrenochrome out have to be a certain bloodline? So honestly, like in, in reference to what um, in reference to what I've learned, the, the everyone has adrenochrome. OK, don't get me wrong. Everyone has adrenochrome, but we're talking about the amount of gold that is in your blood will make you more conductive to being able to open up a Stargate portal. So let's just say as melanated as melanated beings um, and we all have melanin in us. Don't take this as a, as a colorism thing for anybody that's listening and um, that's listening. But everyone comes in with at least one gram of gold in their blood. The more melanin rich your blood is, the more gold you have in your blood. That's why melanin is worth more than the price of gold. And nobody asks, how would you know that melanin was worth more than the price of gold if you've never sold it? And how would you extract it? So in order to, like when they extract these things, yes, all adrenochrome is, 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 um, is, is, uh, is good for them. But you ever had, like, that's just like, I don't want to kind of get into it. It's just like they would look at it like virgin blood. You get what I'm saying? Like, ah, like that's that, you know, like that's, that's that, that's that meal ticket right there. If we can get this group of people who gives us the most energy, the most conductive energy to be afraid of something, just like the Black Lives Matter movement, if we can target all that energy here and have them focus their hearts and their sacral chakras where they're bringing in reality and birthing out realities, then we know for a fact that one drop of that blood is going to be powerful enough for them to be able to probably activate some dormant DNA within them to be able to communicate to God. Because most of these people don't have enough melanin within their system to be able to communicate with the ethers and they don't know what's going on. That's why they be stuck in a void or quote unquote sleep. You understand? Because there's not enough, um, there's not enough fluent, uh, flowing, um, ether within them we're talking about like the ether being you know the the particles um of the universe you know floating within their system um so uh just to kind of bear down on on what i'm saying so we can get back to what you were playing um i believe it is an orchestrated targeted attack against the 12 uh against the the 12 tribes you know the bloodlines you know, and, and that's just the way I believe it is. I believe that's the reason why so many sacrifices. And, and when you look at the numbers, the reason why we're even 
we're not even counted as people. So like when we're even reading like these numbers on the news, like people being killed and things like that, these people are not really actually being documented as humans once they get once they get put in the ground. They're not being documented as humans. Just just like they don't they don't they don't calculate every cow that they slaughter for burgers. You get what I'm saying? Like they don't do that. And that's why we come in with with chattel um uh um qualifications with um in certain bloodlines. Everybody don't come in with, with certificate of live birth. They come in with birth certificates. You know, meaning that they came and they died. They came, they saw, they conquered, and nothing else comes from that. You know, and they become debt slaves to a system that is literally only using them for their ability to be able to communicate with God through their bloodline and open up Stargates, which would allow them to bring in entities into this realm to help them keep their power. But they cannot do that if they don't um, make it real. So that's just, you know, um, my take on that. I hope I, um, I hope I answered your question, but... Um, if not, we can definitely continue to build, but I, w- I would absolutely love to, you know, yield so we can get back to yeah, it. Yeah, that was great. Great. Hey, real quick. Uh, I just sent that uh, document for all those who hit me up in the back chat. Uh, you know, the document I was speaking about earlier, if y'all wasn't here, is, is basically a document that was, um, it's, it's not a document, it's a court case that was filed back in December of 2019. Uh, it was two, actually, two, two separate uh, filings. Um, one had a bunch of John Doe's and the other one was basically the, the, the same document with the names released. One was uh, released back in December of 2019 and the other, I believe, was released of February, uh, around February of 2020. So um, if y'all want to see the documents, basically this man went in on, this man named Cyrus A. Parsa filed a document, uh, filed a, a, a case against Big Tech on behalf of like all the world citizens. Basically, uh, accusing them of genocide and a bunch of other things via like bio like bioengineering uh you know different types of tech companies um man I'm, I'm really all over the place with this information right now and i'm sorry about that but if you would like to see this document it's pretty interesting got a lot of good details information especially regarding the things that's going on today that y'all talk about in here uh just hit me in the back chat and i'll go ahead and get it to you at my earliest yeah, that's interesting. So um, we know that basically anyone can, you know, put up a lawsuit against anybody accusing them of anything. Has this case gone anywhere? Did he, I mean, I'm assuming he didn't yeah. win. No, Did so win? the thing is, he he's going against big tech companies. I'm talking about companies, uh, the conglomerate put together, like these people are worth over trillions of dollars. And this is just a man by himself who's who's building this case on behalf of the world you know, the world population. So it takes money and um, it's actually a time, uh, a, a window, a window of time that he has to actually get the, get traction and actually fund this this case. And he wasn't able to, but the information that he brought forth that, um, you know, exposing these people was, uh, uh, I, in my opinion, it, it was a game changer because after he released this information, a, a series of events, uh, that he even spoke about in his book that his book was released in 2019 and he basically described everything that happened from the beginning of the pandemic up until now and he kind of gave like foresight into what we can expect in the near future so um yeah uh it, it, it to answer your question it did not catch uh traction like i i hoped it would but um it, it doesn't negate the fact that uh it it, it it has a bunch of good details in there and facts 
I, I like to go ahead and say he, he has a lot of good facts in there that we all, you know, uh, talk about in here. So um, hopefully. I just want to add, I, I received it. I have to go through it, and I Googled him as well. Um, this is some very, very, very valuable information, so I would suggest for anyone to look into him. It's um, Cyrus, what's his last name? Cyrus A. Parsa. And it's Thank funny you. because uh, if anybody knows history, Cyrus the Great was one of the people who um, basically put the government of his time on notice and he, he, he brought them to trial and brought them down. And it, I, I kind of made that correlation on my own. And it's funny because he made that correlation as well. But, um, yeah, this, it, it, you know, I, I move off symbology. So the fact that this man, uh, Cyrus, you know, came with this information that's, you know, world-changing, groundbreaking, honestly, it it, 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 it got my attention. And uh, the more I d- dug into it, the more... Um, the more, the more I started to see his point of view, and uh, I, from my, I mean, I'm not a, 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 you know, part of the elitist group or anything, so I really don't know what's going on on the inside. But uh, from what he's saying and what we speak about in here, uh, it just, everything's, you know, he, he's checking the boxes off on everything. Thank you for that. Thank you so much, Cybri. Um, I just want to do a little quick reset. Thank you all for being uh, here with the Matrix Unveiled. We cover a lot of topics, but you know this is all basically connected from the same um, topic, the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. So thank you all for your time. Um, please join the uh, greenhouse at the top if you're not a member and if you're interested in further discussions you can join um, the discord for more information thank you um uh if esquire esquire you're still here i had a question you said that the documents that he put together um even spoke of things that we might expect in the future just if you remember anything, can you share some of what is to come according to his research? Yeah, so um, when he released the book in 2019, he spoke about, uh, he described it as a, a bio a bio attack. And he was speaking about COVID-19. He did not uh, put that, you know, the name COVID-19 in there, but he he described a, a, a bio attack coming from China. And um, so he predicted that he, he predicted the, um, well, I wouldn't say predicted, but I, I would say that he gave insight to um, China taking over as far as um, controlling big tech and uh, the tech companies and actually China being the main player in this whole game. He spoke about uh, the world, you know, we in danger, basically he was saying we are in danger of uh, falling, falling into slavery um under china and 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 i mean it gets so deep i i could actually uh brie i can actually send you the book uh artificial intelligence danger to humanity is that's the book that he wrote in 2019 and um i i can send you that in the back chat to anybody else thank but, um, you yeah it, it, i i know that you'll dissect that up like a like like a like a project you know Get, get what you need out of it. So if anybody interested in the book as well, go ahead, hit me in the back chat and I'll, I'll get it to you at my earliest. Right. And all these things, you know, after we vet them, will be added to the Discord as well for our members. So even if people are not a part of this conversation, if you are a part of that community, it will be there as well.
right okay so i did want to play this clip you know i was just this is my first time learning of this person outside of the movie the passion of the christ and um i saw a clip of him um just quoting ronald reagan and he seemed so passionate and i felt like a lot of what he was saying applied to our situation the reason why we gather here every day and you know our need to have bravery in the face of you know demonic powers and i feel like for some reason he is an ally a bit at least he appears that way i don't know i have to look more into it but i just wanted to play this clip um it's about two minutes long you're the passion in your voice uh well, one other topic you wanted to touch on was Ronald Reagan gave a speech, a time for choosing speech in 1964. And he said, you and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We'll preserve for our children this last best hope of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. What can Americans learn from Ronald Reagan? What are your, what are your uh, thoughts on that at this moment in time? Yes, he's, that's right. He said that. And he said, now, also, he said, now let's set the record straight. There's no argument over the choice between peace and war. But there's only one guaranteed way you can have peace and you can have it in the next second. Surrender. Admittedly, there's a risk in any course we follow other than this. But every lesson in history tells us that the greater risk lies in appeasement. And this is a specter our well-meaning Christian liberal friends, our our priests, bishops and pastors refuse to face. That their policy of accommodation is appeasement. And it gives us no choice between peace and war, only between fight and surrender. If we continue to accommodate, continue to back and retreat, eventually we will have to face the final demand, the final ultimatum. And what then? When Satan has told the people of this world, he knows what our answer is going to be. He has told them that we're retreating under the pressure of his cold war. And someday when the time is right to deliver his final ultimatum, our surrender will be voluntary because you see by then we will have been so weakened from within spiritually, morally, economically. He believes us because from our side, he's heard voices pleading for peace at any price or better read than dead. Or as one commentator put it, he'd rather live on his knees than die on his feet. And therein lies the road to war because those voices don't speak for the rest of us. You and I know it and do not believe that life is so dear and peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery. If nothing in life is worth dying for, when did this begin? Just in the face of this enemy? Or should Moses have told the children of Israel to live in slavery under the pharaohs? Should Christ have refused the cross? Should the patriots at Concord Ridge have refused to fire the shot heard around the world? The martyrs of history were not fools and our beloved dead who gave their lives to stop the advance of the Nazis did not die in vain. Where then lies the road to peace? Well, it's a simple answer after all that you and I have the courage to tell our enemies there is a price we will not pay. There is a point beyond which evil must not advance. In the words of Reagan, evil is powerless if the good are unafraid. Anyways, I don't know. Some of that spoke to me and then other ones, other parts of it, I was like, oh, I don't really know what he's saying there. But there's so many important parts to me that spoke to what we're talking about on a daily basis and the strength we have to pull from within. So um, I will be closing the room soon. Um, If anybody else has anything that they would like to say, please do so now. I love... I just, I love what he said. He said, evil is powerless if the good are unafraid. And I just want to leave you all with that message because that, that is the truth. You have to be unafraid of this. You have to be unafraid of the darkness. You have to shine light on it. The darkness is afraid of the light, you know. So thank you. Yeah, that part. Hi, I wanted to speak if it's okay. Sure.
Okay. So um, I know somebody earlier mentioned Isaac Happy, and he did a lot of videos, really putting a lot of names out there, names that you wouldn't even believe. But you can't even find those videos now anymore on YouTube because when I started doing this research, looking into these types of things, it was early last year. And um, now you just can't find it at all. Another thing I had to figure out is just to kind of watch the association. Almost kind of like they say, follow the money. So it's it's the same thing with the association. So Oprah Winfrey, um, her name has been mentioned, you know, as one of the people as well. And she did an interview with this guy named John of God. I can't remember what he did, but she just gave him so much respect or whatever. But she went to his little, I think he had like a little compound or something like that. And at this compound, it was like women and children. Eventually he went to prison, but I can't remember exactly why he went to prison. But from what I do remember, I think it had something to do with those women and those children. Yes. Oprah was... Yes. Okay. And then Oprah was also cool with Harvey Weinstein. So you just have to kind of just look at the association of the people. And I saw, I think that Jay and Beyonce have like a commercial coming out for a cologne or a perfume or something. And in this car that they're riding in, they say something about they love pizza. So you just have to kind of, they drop the hints all the time. And I know that even in that Q movement, it said that their symbolism will be their downfall. And it's because now that more and more people are waking up, you can now understand what some of these things are. Before, even when I used to watch Friends, and they talked about pizza all the time. I'm just thinking, hey, this is a group of people that just love pizza. But I didn't know any better. But once you start researching and really digging in and seeing who they are, what the associations are, and all of that, so much more is revealed. And even the list that came out of the names of these celebs and high-profile people that are supposed to be a part of this trial, it would be mind-blowing to a lot of people. I mean, literally, mentally, because I was shocked. And I know it's alleged. I can't say, you know, we can't say it's true, but some of those names I just never would have thought would have been on a list engaging in this types of in these types of behaviors and that's all i have hey tam this is Queen goddess um hey i definitely i'm so glad that you said that right because one name that you did mention oprah okay mm-hmm, harpo herself right um a harp is used to 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 get fish we're supposed to be they say like the bloodlines across are like you know, the fish, you know, Jesus was the fish, you know, we're talking about like, I'm talking about deep symbolism, but Oprah mm-hmm. is a, the head of um, the female, like she's pretty much like what the queen of England would be to like everybody else in the sense of that organization, right? She literally um, procures, and I'm going to say allegedly, because you know how people get, but although we know, you know, right. um, she procures. Um, these these women and 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 they have to answer to her notice whenever somebody's really about to get their ass handed to them in the media industry they they used to do a uh, interview with oprah and oprah be looking at them like you sure you want to say that 
Like, you get what I'm saying? Because you know they about to have your head on the platter. You say that shit, right? But they didn't got to the point where if they, if somebody has an interview with Oprah and that interview puts off any type of intellect about what they're doing, literally, the next time you see that person, they look just, they look completely different. Like, there's something up with them. What's up with them? They Most of the time, come. they didn't let them go and put them into a clone bank. Just like, uh, I mean, don't, I'm going to start saying names and all these names are legend, but it's almost been proven. Gucci Mane, you feel me, Michael Jackson. We're talking about um, Dave Chappelle. Um, what about that? Dave Chappelle, most definitely Dave Chappelle. Big time Dave Chappelle. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, no worries. We got you to a point where though we own you and your image and your namesake. So we can do whatever we want with you. We got your blood in the, on that contract. All we got to do is, is extract some of your blood off of that contract that you signed when you had to put your fingerprint on there. You know, blood bond. Yep, and we just use that and take you to the bank. Um, so so yeah, like to say the least, um, Oprah is is really like anybody that's still on Oprah's bandwagon they probably should just get off now before the before you know the wheels fall off because I'm almost certain that she on her last axle. I mean, but she has the connections, just like I mean, you don't even talk about the beehive now. Come on now, Beyonce. Oh my god, they didn't pet it, they didn't they didn't put Beyonce on such a pedestal so high. That you can't even say, like, dude, if anybody even thinks something negative about Beyonce, they'd be like, uh-uh, da-da-da-da. Like, that's almost like a fucking a crime against humanity to talk bad on, on, on Beyonce. You know what I'm saying? But these are the people that are literally procuring our children to be exactly what these organizations want them to be. Wasn't no child out there shaking their ass before Beyonce came out with a lot of these songs? You get what I'm saying? Twerking is a habit now. For children and for adults. And I'm like, where did that come from? And then you look at the era. Who was leading those eras? What type of position of power do they have now? And if you ask me, um, the way even uh, Meghan Markle, I mean, she, as quiet as this cat, I feel like she's, I feel like they pulled her in on the adrenochrome aspect of it. They needed their bloodline to continue. So they pulled Meghan Markle in. But if you look at it, um, um, if you look at it like the four horsemen type aspect, you got Beyonce in the in the in the East. You got the Queen in the in I mean, or the you got the Queen in the East. You got Meghan in the East. Then you have Beyonce over here, and then you got a couple other you know um, people that could potentially step up and take over authority. Worst case scenario, because the Queen it could potentially her vessel may not last that much longer. But you know they do. Um, they do um, energy stuff with that, you know, using the blood and stuff like that. And then they do um, consciousness transplants and things like that so that the queen will never actually die. But, you know, um, Beyonce, um, Beyonce as well as uh, Beyonce highlighted Meghan Markle in that um, in that video at La Louvre where they um, um, I can't even think of the name of that video, but she highlighted that. Which was Going ape shit or something. Yeah, ape shit. Exactly. And then, um, and then we're looking at um, the way that the things have, have gone over the last few years. Everything is starting to make sense. It's like when the queen dies, either oh, who's going to get her consciousness? Who's gonna, whose consciousness is going to go into the queen's vessel, basically, is, is what, how we're looking at it energetically, right? Because these things are real. Because all this stuff does tie into the same thing. All these blood harvesting and things like that is all to get the the information from the bloodline. Bill Gates already patent already figured out a way to get into the blood and read it 
so that they can they can just take a drop of your blood and give your consciousness to somebody else or clone you into something else. So um, best best case scenario, they're in the lineup for who's gonna next be the queen of you know uh, who run the uh, uh, run the what's the uh, who run the world girls and then they had the um um uh, niggas in Paris. What was the other one? Something about the what about the hot song? Hey. Do, do clap for good word is clapping at. What is that song? The only thing oh. I think of is old oh, oh, it's um it's a Jay Z it's a Jay Z Beyonce song, but long story, um Drunk in Love. Story, I hope it's um I, I can't even really I, I can't even think about it right now. But that's Tom, like, Ford, like Tom Ford. The song is Tom Tom Ford, you're right. Tom Ford, exactly. Let's look into the history of these names that they have it on there because it will really orchestrate these people in power that are going to be next in line going up to echelon. We know that Jay Z and Beyonce at the top, which means they already been they've already been in the mix of all of these sacrifices and their music, um, and the people that they're bringing in are literally for sacrificial purposes. You know, so who's to say that? You know, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying not to go too deep into that conversation because it may seem like something else. And I definitely don't want anybody from the Beehive trying to come over here and sting, <laughs> sting me, okay? Because they correct. Well, do you know? But, did you um, know that Beyonce actually is related to Queen Elizabeth? Yeah, you know that's that's what I'm saying. All of everybody that's in the industry has literally gotten blood ties. Even Bill Gates is a, is is related to the Queen, um, the Queen of England. I mean, how as quiet as this cat? I did my fucking DNA, you know, research. I didn't t- send no blood samples in or nothing like that. But I actually did my paperwork, my footwork. Come to find out, I'm related to the bitch too. I'm like, okay, well, you know, everybody. Gonna watch your baby. You never know. But it's all in your vibration and how you living, you know. Like I think that's probably a reason why a lot of people um, who are royal bloodlines do get taken out of the mix early because once you realize all of these deceitful things that they're really doing, and you don't want no parts of it, they're like, "Oh, well, we don't need you anyway because we already got your we already got your blood in the bank somewhere to recreate you in case you go rogue," you know. So that's just food for thought. But um. Just take heed to every every everything that they say in these um all the song titles mean something. Look up the gematria of these song titles. So go to uh gematria is the counting of like, you know, um numbers, you know, within letters and things like that. Um each number and letter has a frequency, a color, and all these types of things. And they utilize these energies to be able to manipulate um the population. So whatever your favorite song is. Look it up, see what it means, because it's already a ceremony that has been done around that song. So, and it'll help you get um, further understanding as to, you know, what's to come. You know, I was able to see a lot of stuff through even uh, Jay-Z's, um, Jay-Z song, um, a lot of Jay-Z songs about things that they were going to do. And I'm like, niggas in Paris, like literally I broke down this whole thing about like niggas in Paris and like literally you could see, um, the orchestration and things that they're doing in these countries that aren't even being, being exposed publicly in the media, but the songs will tell it all. So just follow the money as was stated, as well as, you know, follow the titles, the titles and the money. Cause that's, that's where it's going to be at. You know, I'm complete. I feel like I'm rambling at this point, but you know. What do you think about Jay-Z's song 444? What was that about? Honestly, for me, just the title, I mean, we're talking about, um, we're talking about, um, 
control of destinies, really. You know, um, four being a number of communication. Um, so we're talking about them opening up um, communication, you know, about um, what's really going on, whether they like it or not. It was kind of like, I feel like truly, don't even get me wrong, I feel like they be playing the field. Like, I feel like Jay-Z particularly plays the field a whole lot when it comes down to his stuff. He's got to, I think, you know, because he's got more conscious brothers around him now, he's trying to, like, you know, portray uh, an image of, well, I'm not out here doing all this, but, you know, um, really he understands at this point now he's getting to a point where he's got to tell the truth in order for him to stay on top. Um, but he's got to do it in a way where as though it's still cunning and manipulative, you know. So um, for me, 444 was just letting them know that the awakening of Aquarius is about to bring out a bunch of truth that people are not even ready for. And um, just to be on your shit when it come out, you know, and that's what I think. Because we are in the age of Aquarius now, so. Powerful stuff. Anybody else? I'm closing the room shortly. I just want to tap in <clears throat> again. It's like my uh, eternal message, you know, keep your spirits high during these times. Um, meditate, go for walks, you know, eat healthy, prepare, prepare yourself spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, everything. You know, it's really, really important, especially diving into these um, <clears throat> deep, dark issues. Just take good care of yourself. Love yourself because you can't love anyone else if you don't love yourself. You have to love yourself and then that will radiate to the world because we are all magnetic beings. We are all connected through electricity, through everything. We are connected through the grid. So as long as you are taking good care of yourself, that is the best thing that you can do for the entire world. Agree a word and I'll leave it like that. Thank you everyone for joining us Please remember to click the link at the top to join our discord for exclusive information more than what we discuss here and We'll see you probably on Monday for day six of the trial Bye-bye Thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode with our great content and the amazing guests that we bring on the show, be sure to click to subscribe so you're notified every time we have a new episode. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at matrix underscore unveiled and tap into our link tree where you can join our Discord communities as well as our Clubhouse communities and everywhere that you can find us on the internet. Thank you so much once again for listening.